Here we go. Uh, bada bada boom. <laughs> Chris is Vince, shitting how, in. How are we doing the intro, brother? And are the pages look fucking awesome, though. I have to just put that in there. It, they, it, they do. You should look at them. Venom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We should let Gabriel. Um, no, no, we won't because then it won't be a surprise. Right. And I'll, I'll after. Wait, you fucking said he was going to be. Well, who listens to me on Twitter for God's or reads my I, shit? I remember that I was going to be on the show because of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, and John Sundress texting. Oh God. <laughs> Love him. We love John. Get, this is going John, in. You get John your number. <laughs> Damn, Here we go. Let's talk about old movies. Okay, so I'm little, sorry, wait, let Jason go. I'm doing the intro normal, and then you're going to introduce Gabriel. Is that how we do it? Yes, yes, yes. How about that? Okay. Love you, Wood, so much. Love you, Vince. You love I know. I miss David something fierce. It's great to hear you. It's a self-imposed exile, though. I know. Yeah, because I'm getting messages all day long. Not all day long, yeah. Okay. Well, enough. Uh, I, I wrote I wrote to it today. I know. It's all good. <laughs> I love my friends. I love my friends. And they love you. Yes, they do. <laughs> this uh, well, is 10 30. I know. <laughs> 3 2. Uh, don't screw me up. 3 2 1. <laughs> 11 o'clock comics, episode 131. <laughs> God really? damn it. No, it's 155. Here we go. There Three. You go. I'm, on the, I'm in the groove now. Hey, now. <clears throat> Three, two, one, toy boat. Toy boat. 11 o'clock comics, episode Into the pants. Oh, I read some good comics over the past weekend. A lot of good stuff came out. Oh my god. It's killing it. They are. And it, yeah. I have, I have the feeling that you read the same thing. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't you talk about them all last week? Talk about what? All the comics? No. Ever? No. I, I have much left. <laughs> I'm listening to the episode. It's uh, a long intro today. song, or are we just... Uh... No, we're just we're just kicking it. No. Oh. Well, I, I usually get I usually give it about a minute, minute and a half. Yeah, it's been a couple, you know. Okay. I, All I, right, whatever. See, nor, nor I would tell you about my curling weekend, but I want to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you know, it's great, Chris. Though we have like mm, somewhere in the in the range of six and seven eighth days of the week that we're more than happy to hear about your curling. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you just you just nailed his dick to a two by four. <laughs> it's good to know. I mean. You could have called me on Monday to tell me about your bond spiel. You could have been like, good, hit me back. I want to talk about bond spiel. Holla. Like you would call me back. That's a good point. You could have texted me. Hey, everybody. It's 11 o'clock <laughs> comics. Woot. I am Vince B. Sitting in a room looking out a window at snow in April. Oh, wow. Yeah. Prince was right. Yeah. Well, you, know, right. you know what you should do uh, if it continues to snow? What's that? 
fucking watch Tron. Jesus, geek card revoked. I could not believe that when I heard it on the episode last I've week. I've never seen Tron. I'm sorry. I, you are you're killing me. But you've seen Megaforce, right? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, the, all right. That's cool. kind of bad movies that you've seen in your life and you've not seen Tron. But that's point. the thing. I love bad how, movies. How are you guys talking about movies and not introduce me? Am I supposed oh, to okay, yeah. that? Let's keep What's moving. That? Shh. You, right. oh, the I'm, fourth I'm, wall I'm has Chris, been broken. I'm Christopher Neisman. And uh, look forward to the new Tron. <laughs> huh. I'm David Price. I'm trying not to be a mean drunk. Nice, nice. And I, of course, back, back better than ever, am Alec Holland. Oh, oh please, spoilers. dude. I knew you were going to say <laughs> that. I knew it. <laughs> You know what? For right now, I will give you. Right the intro. I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You can be Alec Holland for right now, but you better have some splaining to do, Lucy, as to why that's your name. I loved you in that first movie. Yeah, you're you're I mean, not. Yeah, you got to be with uh, Heather Locklear. Mm, oh, yeah, I like Heather. Heather. I like Heather better. Right. Uh, even though Adrian has. Guest. All right, and and no, you're not. Um, Adrian Barbeau, you're Jason Wood, and tonight on 11 O'Clock Comics, we have a guest, an honestly God guest, and man, does he get around. Uh, in addition to his comic book work on titles like Agents of Atlas, the wonderful, awesome Agents of Atlas, Hercules, Hulk, uh, he's done a Heathen Town graphic novel co-created with his lovely wife, Karina Bechko. He's in demand as a storyboard artist. Isn't that odd that he would do those two jobs? Having worked on seldom seen <laughs> films like Inception and Tropic Thunder and Spider-Man 3 and Superman Returns, everybody, give it up. Gabriel Hardman is in the house. Oh, hey. hey. How's it going? We love this yeah. man. We Welcome have back. All three, yeah. three yeah. coasts are represented tonight. That's right. Oh, that's right. And this is Gabriel's third time with us, or second? I think it's just the second. Yeah. Second, okay. Second. Back in the day, it's been a while, right? Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, I think I was. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Atlas was canceled yet. The, the last oh, time I know. October, New York Comic Con was a nice little. That's right. Break. Yeah, we we talked to you, then we then we saw you, and now we're talking to you again. So that's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Gabriel's appearance on our show is po made possible by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get a hell of a lot of comics at huge discounts. The new list is up. Check this out. You can get Hellboy, The Fury, with that awesome uh, Franco Francavilla cover. 50% off. It's going to cost you $1.49. The Steve Ditko Omnibus. Volume 1, starring Shade the Changing Man. Good God. For, it's 40% off. That's crazy. Uh, Alpha Flight number 1, uh, oh, yeah. what, I'm, what I'm assuming is going to be like an 8-issue miniseries, is 50%. Uh, isn't it 8 issues? Yeah, or is it, it an ongoing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Alpha Flight number 1 is 50% off. You get it for $1.99. Uh, let's see. Welcome to Oddville. From yeah. from from Ad House is thirty percent yeah. off, ten dollars and forty seven cents. Good God! And going out with a bang from Fanagraphics, the Mome graphic novel, volume twenty two, is nice. being offered at thirty five percent off cover price. It will cost you nine dollars and seventy four cents. And like I said, keep in mind the Summit City Comic Con is creeping up on your asses. This year, the con is being held June eighteenth in downtown Fort Wayne at the Grand Wayne Center. Admission is just ten dollars. And if you have kids under 12, you can get them in free without sneaking them out the back door. Uh, <laughs> local and regional retailers will be in attendance along with over 100 comic creators, including Mike Norton, 
whose ass I kissed something fierce today because I took a look at the new battle plug and man, he is smoking. Tom Scioli is going to be there. Sean McKeever, Jason Howard, Katie Cook, Gary Starreach, Friedrich, and a whole lot more. Uh, more information at www.summitcitycomiccon, one word, two C's towards the end, dot com. That's www.summitcitycomiccon.com, dcbservice.com, mydigitalcomics.com, and we are 11 o'clockcomics.com. I just love the nice. dot coms. I'm going to it. Fort Wayne twice this year. Wow. For what? I'm gonna, wow. I'm going, I'm going for, uh, for Summit City, and then in August, going down there for uh, a, a bond spiel. Oh, they have they have an August they have an August curling tournament which I'm going to talk about that after Gabriel has to leave because I don't cool. we don't want to waste we all these too that's the part we'll edit out I love I love I love, I love how you guys, I love how you guys support me in my endeavors we that's, do support you very <laughs> much we kiss as we love and now do. let's Funny. do the drink roll call and this time let's let Mr Hardman go first because we want to hear him <laughs> well right. step um, up my bit. Even though he's not drinking, we just yeah, want to hear him. Is, it's going to be short. I'm drinking absolutely nothing. But that's I, cool. Uh, sadly, um, I'm you nihilist. Uh, I'm stuck. Uh, I'm stuck at, a, at the office uh, at an undisclosed location, and uh, um, unknown. Yeah, exactly. So but this is uh, yeah, so very I'm cool. Nothing, unfortunately, but because uh, you, you are in an office, in you you are making art as you're speaking to us, which is really neat. Well, yeah. Yeah, the vibe is going to pervade I'm, I'm, everyone. I'm else. working on a movie anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's that's art. <clears throat> Next, you go. You're running it. No, you're the you're the, you're the drink <laughs> oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Here's a tissue. Continue. Yeah, this is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> poor kid. Poor guy misses last week, and he and he's already in a huff because we're Christopher. Why don't you usher us into the drink roll call? What are you drinking tonight, Vince? Oh, in honor of our guest, I am riding in style, baby. I got myself 40 ounces of poor man's rocket fuel. It's the Hurricane Malt Liquor. I love this stuff. I love this stuff. No. Dollar, I think it's like a dollar 79. This shit is awesome, man. You get, it's really good. And it, it's wonderful. Malt liquor is great. Wow. It's a magnum. It's a magnum. Wow. Now I'm sorry that I'm not going to be here the whole time. <laughs> uh, Jason, how about you? Well, I am breaking my own uh, new discipline because we had uh, Gabriel on, and I am drinking a Pacifico, uh, which is a nice. delicious uh, beer. Uh, that's your that's your va- that's your vacation beer. I uh, love it, love it to death. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Price, how about you? I am uh I am drinking a Malbec from Argentina and it is uh I'm going to screw up the name it's it's spelled M A I P E for uh, the Lord of the Winds I'm going to say maybe maybe sure why not maybe it's maybe yeah maybe the Lord of the Winds that sounds ma- very, very very masculine doesn't it Lord of the Winds Great. Good, good, like good wine to good wine to drink with your yeah. uh, drink with your steak, meat and malt. Big yep. B Wolf's uh, daddy. Oh, really? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and for me, I am a 
uh, having from the New Glarus Brewing Company a spotted cow, which was uh, given to me by uh, from uh, uh, HX Scarecrow on the forum at yeah. uh, at C2E2, and I've been uh, I've been kind of just doling out uh, a spotted cow, maybe one or two a week since then, because you can't buy it in Chicago. You have to you you can only buy it inside of the state of Wisconsin. So I am uh, I am really enjoying my uh, my secret stash of spotted cow. And what Very are the cool. dogs drinking tonight? I, I'm 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 getting ready to mute myself and call uh. my wife in here to help get control of the fucking dogs. They're lapping up Chris's tears. Yeah. They, see, this is a weekly occurrence. They love to come in and wrestle right beside me while I'm on the show. So I'd get so, a cattle prod. They so, wouldn't do that too much. So I'm going to try and, and wrangle them in a minute, or at least take their collars off. Okay, now we have a guest, so let's let our guest speak, because I cannot wait to hear him. And uh, before we jump into um, the stream that I'm guessing the dialogue will eventually flow, I want to hear in excruciating detail what you do as a storyboard artist. What What is your um, your working methods? How are you... Where do you get your information from to produce those uh, storyboards? I want to hear the whole thing. Really? Because that, well, you know, that guy not, who calls in and says artists can't talk and you shouldn't have them on the show and stuff, he's going to be really pissed off about this. <laughs> oh, you're an awesome speaker and you know it. Um, so seriously? Um, yeah, I, all right, maybe I, not excruciating I, I, detail, but I, see, um, what I'm getting at is I'm going to need ammunition for later on in the discussion, right. and if I don't know the lingo, uh, I, I can't fire back. Well, so here's what I do. Okay. I, um, you know, it, it works different in every scenario, but for the most part, what I do is meet with the director, get notes from the director about how he envisions the sequence, and then I go off and I draw, uh, you know, a version of it, um, you know, as storyboards, show, show it back to him. He makes notes. I revise that. Uh, along the way, I talk to all the different department heads and stuff about particular elements that'll go into a scene uh, that, you know, locations, art department, uh, or you know stunts vehicles uh, and um, and I incorporate all those elements in so that I'm not bugging the director about every specific uh, mm. you know detail that I could find out some other way because he's busy uh, and or theoretically she's busy although I've never actually worked for a female director oh. uh, and um, uh, and then uh, I I you know put all that stuff together in, in, into the sequence and uh, draw it up and, uh, you know, eventually it's approved, but, you know, it's sort of back and forth process. So unbeknownst to the average cinemaphile, the storyboard artist really does have a lot of input into the visual uh, impact of a movie. Right, like well, if you sneak yeah. something into your storyboards, maybe the director hadn't considered before, you could actually change. You could you could affect what appears on the screen. Yes. Yeah, but that, I mean, it works in a million different ways. I mean, it could you know sometimes they're just a, a loose sort of uh, you know working document so that that the crew is aware of how you know how all the elements all the elements they'll need on the day uh, for shooting, uh, all the um, what the directors 
broad idea is for a sequence mm-hmm. uh, and um and sometimes they're very very specific and you know and frequently you know it's not really a case of me you know trying to sneak anything in or to you know to influence it most of the time when when i'm having more of an influence on it it's because i'm pitching specific things to the director uh and um you know and then incorporating them into the boards or just you know very very frequently they um they'll say to me, just take a shot at a sequence and I'll work it up, uh, you know, just inventing all the angles and making up gags or doing whatever. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's, it can, it can work a million different ways. But, but I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is it's the old, um, you know, catch 22. If someone tells you not to think of a pink elephant, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to think of a pink ele- elephant. You sh- by you showing the director your finished product, whether he eventually admits it or incorporates your ideas into his finished product or not, you have influenced the way he th- yeah, is approaching I, I, his movie, you know, because yeah, I mean, the no, stuff I mean, that I you did is going to be, is going to be latent. I mean, the memory is going to be there. He's not going to unsee them. So. Yes. You've, you've managed to influence his thinking. That's really cool. And, and see, that's the thing. You know, when everybody sees a, a great movie, oh, a wonderful directed movie, it's like, that was fantastic. That director's so good. They don't realize that there are a lot of other people that, you know, dump vegetables into that soup. It's not just yeah. a one-man deal. But most of the time, it still is because the director is really good. I mean, it, it's because their job is to be able to, um, you know, to take, uh, to rely on all the people that they hire, you know, to be able to do the best possible job and to pull all that stuff in and, you know, and make a movie out of it. That's, I mean, that's, that's basically the entire job of the director, you know, more than whatever you think of a director doing is to just incorporate you know, the, the talent and experience of all the people who work for them mm. and uh, put that together into a movie. So they don't just sit in a chair and yell cut. That's <laughs> not, I mean, there's more to it than that. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm being facetious. Hey, this is just Gabriel, a um, <laughs> On a functional level, how, like, how is it pretty much, I mean, because you always talk, pencil, uh, comic pencilers say, you know, we talk typically about like doing a monthly book, which is roughly like a page or so a day. Um, mm-hmm. When you're on a movie, how, I mean, what's the, what's the, the pacing like? Like, is it, is it one scene per, per day? Is it multiple scenes a day? Does it depend on the complexity it's, of the scene? It, it depends on the complexity of the scene. It also depends on just what's going on because it's a, it's a, the film is, is getting made. So some, you know, some things are known, some things are not. There may be, uh, you know, a, a location may uh, may be available and then change, and so everything has to change to reflect that. Uh, you know, the, everything's constantly evolving in that way. So the you can't, you know, working on a movie, you can't pin anything down. Uh, so like, uh, you can. Uh, it's it's just a it, it's such an evolving process that it's almost impossible to like answer the question of how much work it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's cranking out you know fifty to eighty frames of storyboards in a day, and sometimes it's just you know spending a day thinking you know thinking on paper, working out a sequence, and uh, you know or or a couple of days doing that. You know, I mean, it, it varies so wildly. That uh, and there's so many factors involved in in making a big mm-hmm. movie that uh, it's almost like impossible to answer that. But the the kind of fake answer is I'll do 25 boards a day. Okay. You know that's what I tell people flatly if uh, if they ask. But it's almost right. never true. You know. Well, like so. I mean, I, we can't talk about 
the movie you're currently working on, obviously, but uh, but you've been on record that you did the you did some boarding for Inception, um, mm-hmm. which uh, which you know is awesome. And and so let's talk about that. Like, if you could, like, so are you working primarily with so the director of Inception is Christopher Nolan are you working with him primarily like on a day to day basis before shooting like you're sitting yes. down with him for like 10 minutes a half hour like how what is it is he just popping well, in saying Gabriel this is what I need today or I mean how does that work yeah I, I don't think Chris Nolan pops in anywhere he's, well that's what I'm asking I have no idea I don't know Yeah, you know, but uh, but uh, yeah no I mean it's it, you know at the beginning of the show it's it's the meetings are longer and as the show goes along uh, the meetings become very short and, uh, but I'm, you know, part of why people hire me is because, uh, you can tell me very, very little and, uh, and I know enough to just go off and, and, uh, you know, do the job, you know? Now, I do mean, you think that's because of your, uh, comic book work? No, I mean, I, I, it's, if anything, it's the other way around. I mean, I'm, I've, I'd primarily been working in films. It's because of just my knowledge of filmmaking, you know, and, uh, and my ability to, to take, um, to just make the kind of leaps, uh, that, that makes sense for a given instance, you know, I mean, to, to just, if, uh, often it'll just become very shorthand with a director and they'll, um, you know, and, you know, they'll, uh, I have a lot of the times directors end up saying to me, well, you know, it's, uh, it's a full, you know, don't, don't do it all through their point of view. Don't go out on the, on the field with them. Uh, uh, and, um, all long lenses, you know what to do. You know, I mean, like, it'll be as short as that for, you know, for like a scripted scene. And I just know enough to know basically what they're talking about, you know, Mm -hmm. within a certain degree and uh you know so that i can produce a sequence and you know hand it to them and then they can make revisions on that you know so the Mm -hmm. things it's it's not um i have it's been years since i've really worked on a show where i sat down with the director and we went through shot for shot exactly what i was going to draw wow so so you draw okay let's say 25 storyboards a day and then you do comic book work as well on top of that in, in any given day well, only when I, I, I mean, for the last year or so, probably about the last year, I had, I've not f- worked full time on a film. And, um, so like I'd been doing commercials and some short term gigs and stuff like that, but mainly just because I wanted to draw comics. I mean, I've been drawing, you know, I've been working on movies for ages and was totally burnt out on it. And that's why I ended up getting back into comics, you know, in the first place, because mm-hmm. I was burnt out on it started, you know, working on Heathentown, uh, our graphic novel, and uh, just really liked it. And then when people started offering me other stuff, uh, I, w- I took it because it was fun, you know, and it was fun yeah. to work at home, and it was fun to uh, to just, you know, work with, work on something where I'm, what I'm doing is the final thing, you know, and um, storyboards are never the final thing, no matter what happens. So... Um, <laughs> I just so, think that like, that's very admirable that you can at least for the past year, what I've noticed, you can crank out a monthly, not crank out, you can produce a monthly book as well as your other work. That, yeah. I mean, how, yeah. how prevalent is that in, in today's industry? Now, well, that's I'm almost a rarity. I'm disciplined and I, yeah, uh, you know, and I, I, I refreshing to hear. You don't, you don't awesome. have an Xbox Live account, is what it comes to. <laughs> I, well, it's actually true. You know, it's actually, oh, you do? Actually, oh. No, no, I, I don't. I mean, I've been, I've, I've actually avoided uh, I've avoided video games almost entirely 
just because of that, just because I felt like it would take, you know, I'd have a huge hit in the amount of work that I could produce, you know, because I'm very kidding. I mean, it's not, uh, (laughs) you you, you mean that that (laughs) might collaborate their deadlines? Yeah. (laughs) But the, uh, the, uh, the gaming is not the kiss of doom for every artist. Norton still plays games. Yeah. No, it's, can, no it's, can, it's true. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was being half, I was half kidding, but I think it's fair to say that uh, I do sometimes cringe uh, with, with the obvious caveat that I'm sure there are many legitimate reasons why artists cannot do a book on schedule, and I don't want to belittle it when it's legitimate, but uh, <laughs> Twitter is an evil thing for yeah. the yeah. idea of artists in general being unable to maintain a schedule because of their uh, workload. <laughs> That's all I have to say, because... Uh, I see a lot of tweeting about Xbox and this game and that game and, and the tweeting itself, and yet deadlines are missed. And, you know, I mean, I just, uh, but whatever. I don't want to go. Yeah, off. well, yeah. You'll, you'll notice that whenever it's like, well, you guys are probably asleep, but whenever it's like, you know, one in the morning or something out here and uh, Jim Lee or somebody is saying, hey, I'm working on something or another. Who's yeah. up working? I'm always up working. <laughs> I have two questions, uh, non comic related when you say you're at the office are, are is it your office or is it the studio's office are you, are you going to the studio to work on storyboards i'm going to the studio yeah okay That's uh, cool. and as far as when you say you've done commercials and things like that do, do you have an agent who gets to work do you put the no out? You... um i when i started out uh i had an agent uh when i you know, getting the very first couple of commercial jobs and the first movies that i uh, i got but um it ended up I ended up not really needing an agent because it's it's actually a really small world, um, okay. and uh, and as soon as you've sort of established yourself, uh, you know, it, people just call you, you know. So okay. I, all the all the jobs I get are just you know word of mouth and people calling me. I, I I'm I'm very very wary of agents. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. Okay. Why do you need a middleman if you're good? Yep. Right. Yeah. It's true. All right. So let's. Um, I guess we should proceed. With, with a little bit of with a little bit of with a little bit of backstory. Um, Just uh, before you jump in, Vince, because I I I know this is the uh, the big payoff here. I should mention that too. no no so I should just mention for people because we met it, for people that haven't been listening since episode one. Um, I just wanted to mention that we did have Gabriel on a while ago, and we talked at length about Heathen Town, his OGN, and, and a lot of the craft of uh, of doing comics. So we'll post in the episode thread the the number of the episode. I forget offhand, but just I didn't want to make it seem to those listening for the maybe didn't hear the first of it that we're just blowing blowing past uh, you know that you know if they wanted to know more about it. So, but although yeah. I have to say if. Uh, this may be the last time I ever talk about storyboards on a podcast again. <laughs> it's like I think that I've I've like ended up doing this, uh, you know, quite a bit. And like uh, I, I think from here on out, I'm I'm not going to acknowledge that I do storyboards. Awesome. And I only talk about comics. <laughs> that, that's cool. So it's, it's Gabriel's John Byrne moment. We're, awesome. we're putting exactly. a nail in your coffin. That's yeah. great. Or may, maybe now, it's Gabe, maybe it's Gabriel Gecko that does the storyboards. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but what, uh, what? But what was the first podcast that you that you were on? Um, I don't know. Probably it may have been yours, but I doubt it. I, I don't know. I oh, did you hear that uh, cracking I sound? <laughs> oh, I was going to say he was on CGS before he was on. Uh, yeah, because you had, you had done like a book, uh, like Wrong, or, or, I, it was around comics. It was around. Thank comics. you. Bleeding edge, folks. That was the that was the sound of Chris's arms breaking. Oh. He's patting himself on the back. Uh, <laughs> now, Mr. Hardman. 
Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you and I we, we lobbed tweets back and forth on the subjects of comics and storyboards and how alike and or unlike they are, depending on your perspective in, in, in the argument. Um, and let's continue that here because I'm, I'm eager to, to see why you took the side that storyboarding is very much unlike doing comic work. You took the side. Well, and, I and said that they weren't the same thing. You did. <laughs> like, you did. You did say where this, they weren't the same thing. And, and, and see, I, it's still, I, I've been thinking, I love you so much that I've been, and, and this is a, a topic that's so dear to me that I've been oh, thinking this about this. Oh, perfect. That's right, because Gabe's going to talk, so it's okay. He'll set it up. I hear. I, I would fill in for for Vince and say, you know why storyboards are aren't called comics because they're not. Yes. <laughs> well, so is Vince gone? Is he gone? No, I'm still here. He's, he's fuzzy, so we got to let his audio fix. So we'll we'll, um, we'll let you uh, take the first salvo. So the I, the the thing is, let me just preface this by saying, I mean, what I said on Twitter was that uh, that people are constantly uh, using the word storyboard uh, in, in reference to comics, uh, but it's in reference to sort of cynical uh, comics that are made to be made into movies, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, people are always, you know, saying, you know, comics are not storyboards. And, uh, and I entirely agree with that, but it's... But, um, uh, this is just a little backstory for why, I'm, why I said that on Twitter, because I, I was mostly reacting... Uh, to people saying that storyboards aren't comics, uh, meaning they're, uh, you know, uh, just I, 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 conflating the idea of storyboards with, um, with comics that are kind of cynical, uh, you know, movie pitches. And, you know, and, and I, I always feel like storyboards don't have anything to do with, uh, you know, with those being, you know, those sort of cynical, you know, we just want to make a movie out of it comics, you know. Uh, but, uh, but then, you know, the, it, it evolves when talking to Vince into, into sort of a, uh, a conversation about, you know, what is and is not comics and is, uh, is anything that's, uh, visual storytelling that's sequentially telling a story, uh, is any of that comics or is, is it all comics? And, uh, I take the opinion that it's not. But I, I feel terrible setting this up for Vince. That's okay. Am I good? Eh, you're getting uh, better. Why don't we go with it and we'll see how it sounds like you might be coming out of it. Okay, that's nice. Um, I think that you and uh, Chris and whoever else can't see the the relationship between... <laughs> the 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 storyboard process. Now listen, the storyboard. Now listen, now listen here, children. You may not be aware of this, but 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 Poppy Uncle Vince is, is, is no. Gonna, I'm, explain it to I, you. I'm not approaching this from a position of authority. I am just giving my opinion. That's all. Okay. Uh, an oh, opinion. I actually okay. am approaching it from a position of. But, yeah. but that's that's <laughs> good. That's that's very good. It's you're, you're trying not to sound like you're belittling us. But. I'm not. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I believe that you're tending to focus as as far as we're talking about this language of conveying information in terms of pictures or illustrations hey, I'm, I'm gonna add, i'm gonna ask you a question whenever no. whenever you sit down to do a storyboard is your intent to tell a story the oh jesus i gotta shut up go ahead let him let him go 
All right, but I mean, in the broadest possible way, I suppose the intent is telling a story, but the reality of it is the intent is to get across information to the crew. Yes. You know? Right. The intent is it, it's it's a it's a working document. The way that storyboards are a sort of working document, the way that a screenplay is a working document. You don't read a screenplay and say this is a novel. You know? Okay. It's uh, a screenplay is is not a final product, and uh, and it can never be a final product, and it can't ever be a novel, and storyboards can't be comics. But I see the, the it, in my opinion the intended purpose of these sequential images, the 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 intended audience, the delivery method, etc. That doesn't define the art form. The the thing that defines the art form is what it does. What do the pictures do, right? Tell a story. No, the pictures oh, the pictures convey information. At at the barest essence of two images side by side, both related to each other in terms of content or they both have similar things where you can detect a passage of time between these two images. It's not to tell a story. That that naturally is, arises is, is, from is, what is it the, does. Is the, is the far side is that is that comics? It's it's no, it's a one panel gag. But you but, you, but it, you but if you add if you add uh text balloons to that No, it's a one panel it's a one panel gag. So or comics can't be one panel. Okay. No, well, I did not wait, I didn't say that. I didn't but, say that. As, know, wait, can we can we just say that we're defining this idea of comics as uh as like a sequential storytelling that uh that where uh, you put two two images together and they juxtapose to in order right. to get the, information but, but, across. So so just assuming that that's the case, even though uh, it's I well Vince, just finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, my job here is done. No, the all right, and and we all know that the alchemy, the 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 the, the, the thing that is comics is not in either one of those two pictures. It's in the space between the two pictures. Yes, the juxtaposition. Be because that's where the passage of time is perceived. Uh, even if they're, to, you know, to further illustrate, even if they're butted up together, there's no gutter. I'm not going to say gutter because then everybody fixates on the gutter. Even if these pictures are butted up together, the viewer perceives a passage of time when he moves from the first image to the next image. That's why it's sequential, right? I think... Well, actually, you know, I'm sorry, but let me let me just burst in there and say that I don't think it's about a passage of time. I think it's about, uh, it's about taking two separate images, and when you put those two images together, they create a third idea that, you know, it's, uh, it's what, that, uh, that you're making a leap from one. I'm not, I'm not even arguing here. I'm kind of, oh, I know. Here. Right. Um, the, so, um, I, you're, you're taking a, a, a sort of intellectual leap where you are creating a bridge between one image, uh, and the next image. Right. So, uh, and, and creating sort of a third idea out of it. I don't think it's about the passage of time. It's about like, you know, m you're intellectually moving from the one image to the next. But that that third image exists in a space removed from those two images, so it it is like yeah, it's creating an idea, a separate right, idea right. by okay. putting the two two images together. And and in segregating storyboard art and comic book art, or storyboard conveying visual information and comic book storytelling, I think the the, the whole crux of of my argument, I think you're focusing on the dialect. 
at the expense of the language. Like, and, and as far as dialect, I mean, the aspects of each medium that make them unique. In comics, you have dialogue balloons, narrative boxes, sound effects, editor's notes, all, all that stuff that, to which we are very familiar. And in storyboarding, I'm assuming here, because I don't know the lingo, you have those arrows, yeah. That that direct the camera movement, and you have written d directions to someone, uh, you know, pan. I don't know. It, correct me yes. if I'm wrong. Like pan no, here no, or or wide. All right. So you have the you in both instances you have these these shorthand communication tools like speed lines and comics, and you have arrows and and junk in in storyboards. But if you take all that away and focus on the base language of conveying information with pictures, like like. Let's just assume that all those dialect aspects are on layers. If you remove the narrative boxes and the balloons and the sound effects from comics, and if you take away all those arrows and, and, I, and directions to the, the film crew, say you had to illustrate a man jumping off a roof in both mediums, and you segregated all those things that are unique to each medium, you would be left with images that are doing the same thing the the base language is identical okay you you, you know you it may yeah. not be called comics it may be called you're calling it storyboarding but what you do is juxtapose images to convey ideas that's what comics right. do but okay so here's how you're wrong i <laughs> love it that <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Actually, you're not wrong about the basics of what you're saying. Of course, you're right about you know uh, about the way that you're framing it. But I think that you're framing it. Uh, you're, you're casting such an amazingly huge net here. Uh, you know that uh, that it's it's almost an unhelpful way to look at it. I mean, uh, if you know if you make examples of uh, you know new descending the staircase or or whatever uh, that um, you know that in some way tell a story sequentially, uh, you know, and say, well, that's comics or that's whatever you want to call sequential storytelling, uh, and you know, then. It, the definition is so incredibly broad that it it sort of devalues the actual uh you know the actual um individual and unique and interesting things about comic storytelling but it doesn't because the things the individual and unique aspects of all the mediums are what make them special but the foundation that base language to which all these mediums rely is media. is 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 media is, is the same right, well, right. Now, it, but it that reduces it down to the point where it's almost like well who cares you know i mean but who, see who then you're you're elevating it. something that you're you're giving it an unnatural yeah well i like what gabe was said earlier though is to juxtapose because you're talking about the the the, the the underlying medium, Vince. I mean, um, Gabe mentioned a screenplay and how it's certainly not a novel, which I think we all would agree. And no. my point is, they're both written. They're both. They're both. They're both prose. They're written. Right. They're, they're both writing. Using words to convey ideas. Yeah. One of which is an unfinished tool. The other of which is a finished product meant to be consumed for itself. But and so and in, in my I think that's that's the, the juxtaposition here that I guess maybe and where I, I, I was, no but I was get back Twitter to it. it agreeing no, with Gabe. No, it's all writing though. Can I, can I finish though? Yeah, right. go ahead. It's writing but but you're you're uh, my point is 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 they're both writing but a screenplay is not a novel. I think where most of us are struggling is uh is is storyboards and comics are both 
images that convey something, but they're not. Comics is not the is not the encapsulation. You're trying to make comics the equivalent of writing, which is not the case. Comics are an end a, a type of 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 visual storytelling, as are storyboards, both and, in, and yes. to do different things for different people. But to take, does- to take the writing thing here, though, I mean, if. You know, if you're talking about a screenplay versus a novel, yes, they're both writing. Yes, they're both words on paper. You know, so is uh, you know a uh, a list of things to buy from the supermarket. So is uh, you know your gas that, bill. That's not you know, that's so, not the, creative writing. That's uh, just that's just that's hey, just well, listing. You've never gone shopping with me, Vince. No, that's yeah. just listing information. This is, a, this is a deep dark hole of relativism here. If the <laughs> <laughs> uh, if. If the because it, you know you could easily make the argument that, that that the shopping list is somehow creative or you know Dadaist or whatever you know it's just that uh, that like if you if you define it that broadly at a certain point it becomes an unhelpful way to define it. But it's not a broad definition. It's a very basic, very fundamental definition. Two images placed next to each other that create. So what, so what, so let's take it to the next level. After the storyboard, you go to the film, and technically, if you slowed down the film to the point where you are watching it frame by frame, exactly, is it is it comics? If if you took them and visually represented them side by side, yeah. Now you're telling me that's that is not comics, but what Stan Lee did in the '70s with the fumetti. Okay, right, well, by taking I mean, pictures yeah, and putting them inside. That's, 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 that's a matter of end result and intent. Okay, it, intent has no, nothing to do no, with two it, images laying side by side. Absolutely. Hmm. Now, now look at what, what's comics. Do do comics have to be printed on a page? Obviously not, right? Say no. you had, say you had, you were you were a painter and you did a a series of paintings, narrative in nature, featuring the same and or similar content and put them on a wall side by side five images on a wall paintings that you did that's not comics why would you say there if there's a if there's a passage of time between the two images and it it conveys some kind of information when viewed in mass when when viewed all those five images when viewed together create some kind of information a man you know, waking up, getting a glass of water, sleeping, getting shot in the head, and his funeral in the last in the last painting. That's not comics, right? But that there's so there's an artist, uh, a you know, in this instance, say some sort of goofy caveman artist who uh, <laughs> y- who nah. is uh, who's who's in a uh, um who, who's in a cave who's making the decision that these particular images uh, are a progression that represents a story and. Um, and and so that that intent by the artist is what makes it comics. And so you know if you took Chris's example of a film and you took every you know and you laid it out so that you know uh, you know every twenty four frames per second was a you know was a single image. Right. Uh, then uh, that would not be comics because there is no coherent intent behind that and there's no uh and there's no craftsmanship behind that that would just be a long series of images but right in intent I mean, and craftsmanship have no influence on the what the two images do when they're put side by side so i think e- this is where a lot of people if, fundamentally disagree yeah, okay that that's Your great definition though of comics is much broader than i think but, most but if, all right even if you pulled two images out of a film strip okay in image a the a man's arm is at 90 degrees and and in the film, his arm is moving so fast that in the next f- 
frame, his arm is more than 90 degrees. All right. Perceptually more than 90 degrees. So you have two images next to each other where this arm is moving. It doesn't tell a story, right? It's not much of a story if there is one. Well, but but yeah, there, yeah, there is but a span of time giving you the third image that this man is moving. You don't know he's moving unless you see the next but image. I still wouldn't call that yeah, comics, but, 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 but you said you said selectively take out. I think whenever you selectively well, any, take out hold on if you okay. if you are if you are selectively taking frames and discarding the ones that that aren't necessary and then putting them side by side with the intent of telling a story i would say any are, two frames any well, two no. frames as long as there's a difference between frame a and frame b okay but with the intent of telling a story i think i think it comes back to you know two things it's it's kind of like you know pornography you know it whenever you see it and <laughs> and and you know you know comics whenever you see them you know you know it's like yep those are that that is that is a comic strip that's a comic book those I'm, are comics and right. and the other thing the other thing is intent was the intent for gabriel to create a roadmap for a crew to make a movie or was his intent to make a hulk comic for us to buy every month to read as a comic the intent and, has no bearing on the art form the the well, intent I, I, the intent wait the, the intent does not inf well obviously the intent influences what the content of the of the frames of the panels of the images the content of the images is heavily influenced by intent obviously but that magic that happens when you butt them up next to each other there's no intent involved in that it just happens that it, it arises between because the perception is shifting from one image to the next image the viewer notices that something is changing in that space between the two images you can't influence that right it, it, yes it, that is true that is true but it's also when you move past just a sort of masturbatory intellectual exercise it becomes irrelevant because what's relevant is the uh is the 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 intended content right i mean that's that's what the, i mean it you have to the the only way that it's interesting is to rise above those incredibly you know base elements uh and um you know and define something as uh you know like uh, uh, uh sort of you know as as what it's intended to be okay all right so uh, here's another example and sorry to call you masturbatory i am though very very frequently now <laughs> i am right now see see the, uh -huh. where, where i'm coming the way i'm approaching this is at its very base fundamental essence of comics i am not taking into account human involvement at all i i am i'm trying to define that magic that happens when you put two images together now look at the work that eisner and Kubert did for PS Magazine that uh, that thing for the military, uh, military, the preventive maintenance maintenance yep. monthly. Mm -hmm. There are there are single images. And most of it is single images, but excuse me, wow, that hurricane. There there are there are there are sections where say Joe is detailing the cleaning of a gun, okay, and it's just tight shots of how to disassemble a gun and clean it now there's there's very little narrative there it doesn't tell much of a story it's it's more of a how to uh you know clean your gun during the day i mind numbingly draw images of people uh digging holes to plant you know bushes correctly and taking apart vcrs and 
even though it's it's academic stuff and it's very dry and there's not a story there, I consider what I do during during the day as I do comics because I'll I there's a definite progression if there's a figure that has an A B C and a D and it's it's showing someone doing something in one state in in image A and by image D the thing that they were doing has been completed I'm drawing comics. Right, so now the only way we can react to this is to uh, to shit on your job. No, that's okay. You can shit. Uh, please, I do it enough myself. But uh, even, uh, even if if you had a string of images on toilet paper, that's comics. I, I, people in a stadium holding large pieces of cardboard with with scribbles on them, detailing something happening from the first scribble to the last scribble. That's that's comics. Uh, uh, sequential images on post-it notes if assembled are comics like, i don't, don't I, I, okay so i i i would basically agree with that but my point is probably i'm probably it's probably too nuanced and it probably isn't isn't coming across that is that if it doesn't really matter i mean it's more like that the argument you're making is a is a uh, an interesting and valuable one to make in the context of you know a, a freshman sequential art class or something like that but when you get beyond that it's not that valuable a, a way to look at a big group big groups of things you know i mean you you have to be able to define things better than that in order to to you know to talk about them in a uh in a you know in a way that, that's worth talking about i think does that make sense? I mean, I think he just—he just, he just called me a mendicant. I think. No, I—I I, I think you know it, when when this is going on Twitter I, again. I think this falls into. And I, I think I, I made Vince leave Twitter because I made a, a quip like. <laughs> yeah, you did. Leave. You're supposed to have my back, and you're freaking throwing me to the wolves. About next, Vince is going to argue about uh, about the polio vaccine with Jonas Salk. But what I meant to say was, I, I was trying to be funny on Twitter and made Vince upset. But 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 what I was really getting at is that again, I, I guess I lean in, in 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 Gabriel's camp in the in the broad. Sort of um, uh, almost uh, almost fundamental nature with by which you're defining comics. I don't really feel any compulsion to tell you that you're incorrect because I think again you're kind of making a very broad, encompassing notion of what comic book is. And who am I to say that your definition is incorrect? I mean, that that's the way you view of comics. I guess what I'm saying though is is even though I'm neither a comic artist nor a storyboard uh, uh, person, I I I ultimately think though that since we do converse about things and try and put texture and there is uh and we try and define things in a way that people can uh tell a from b i i i definitely think in a conversation i'm having with 99 of 100 people uh i would never suggest that storyboards are comics and vice versa now i would be happy to talk about the ways in which i think they're similar sure uh, but i don't think they're the same thing functionally functionally yeah, and, I think. And, yeah and the way that you're going to I mean, I think it's totally valuable to talk about intent when the way that you're approaching them has nothing to do with each other, you know? I mean, I'm, I mean, in the sense that, yes, I'm drawing individual images that convey information, they have something to do with each other. But uh, the, all of the conventions and all of the things that, uh, you know, that go into, uh, executing them, like the the ideas behind them, most of those are radically different. Yeah, if you, if you were going to take a script for for a movie that that you're 
that you're laying out storyboards for, and you were to take that same script and make a comic book out of it, it's going to look incredibly different. Well, and it would involve me editing things wildly. Yeah. Uh, because it, they're just completely different ways of, of yeah. telling that story. But and, in each instance, do the images do anything different? And then you'd get a different? rambling piece of crap like Wind Raider. Right. But, do, but <laughs> it, it, see, I think, I think you're ascribing way too much importance on the intent. Because the, the, in, the intent, no, I, the intent. I, I, I think it's key. I think it's key. Yeah, I do too. I, but the yeah, in, intent I, I can don't. never ever affect the 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 mechanism of what the two images are doing yeah but in realistically though you know we're we're real people in real life we do things we do things for you know for a reason and that stuff is expressed through these you know these different mediums that we're talking right, about we're not brains that you know? i'm not sure right. and uh you know and so the the practical reality of this stuff uh i think is just as important as uh as a sort of um you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that doesn't sound obnoxious. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the, uh, you're, it's, it's just as important when you're, you know, the, the way you approach it is just as important as the sort of academic way of looking at it that okay. you're. All right. It, let's do, let's do something in the inverse. What if you produce uh, storyboards to a certain degree where, Someone looks at them and, and, and says, wow, that, that's pretty awesome. Let's cash in on this movie. I'll throw a couple of dialogue balloons in there and we'll, we'll publish them as a comic. Always work for radical. It would, yeah. Oh! <laughs> now, which Our is first true. Radical joke of the night. Thank which, you, which is true, but okay. So in, in, in the, in that in, instance, since the only extra ingredient would be the dialect aspect of comics, which is the dialogue balloons and, and, and a couple of sound effects, if that's all you need, that, well, that is absolutely not true, though. That's that gets to the fundamentals of what I'm talking about. It would be a crushing bore of a comic. It would be but, okay, a, but that's that's a quality terrible. judgment, though, and a quality yeah. judgment doesn't influence well, what and, those and, images and, and are I, doing. And, here, and here's where I'm going to kind of bridge what 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 we've been saying is okay. If someone says, "Let's make this into a con into a into a comic," what have they just done? Mayhem. They have. <laughs> They have they have changed the intent of what they're doing and saying. With these changes, we're going to make this into a comic. We intend to to change this into a comic by adding word balloons and 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 alterations to it. It's so it is about intent. But it's not. It, and it, it they, would also be a terrible comic. But, but they they but haven't. The, but the intent would be if the, if the, the if the only thing they've done is tweak the language to the to the audience that they're going to be speaking to and they yeah. didn't they didn't change the language which is the two you ever two, you ever walk into a into a store where you didn't speak the language of the people that work there kind of fucking hard to communicate it, that's that's irrelevant so, so, it's, not, so even, it's not even the no, same no, thing cha changing the language is I'm talking in terms relevant. I'm talking in terms of dialect and language a dialect is a yeah. is a, a transformation of a language so but it still has the base language Dif different parts of Spain speak, or, or different parts of Spanish-speaking countries have different inflections and different ways they use the language, but yeah. it's still well, basically I mean, Spanish. We're, we're, getting, we're getting in wide, wide uh, discussions here, but well, what's it, more it, sim it, What's simpler than two images sitting next to each no, other? There's no, nothing no, more no, simpler no, than no, that. You're flipping it back. You, you, we're talking about changing the language of something, and yeah, that's a huge deal. You, I mean. Uh, 
if you, I, yeah, I mean, I just don't think that it, I mean, if you, if you did take, you know, say the, um, like I, I boarded, uh, everything, uh, if you saw Inception in the, in the movie, uh, they go into like a final, you know, they go into a dream that becomes a many, many layered dream. Right. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's a stack of, uh, 300 pages of boards or, or more, wow. you know? And, um, like, and if you took that and you added word balloons to it, it would become so, it, it would be something so ineffective and so, uh, you know, and so like, uh, distance from what you would think of as, as a comic that, I mean, I guess I'm just, I'm going to end up talking intent this whole time. This is not right. going to, it's, it's not going to and, and see, you know, I, it, I completely it, it, disregard intent. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, you, but that's well, you know, then then who cares? I mean, if then it just doesn't then it's it's not it's not that valuable to talk about uh about the merits of something or or oh, well, I guess we're not talking about the merits of something. So I, I don't know. Yeah, sure, sure. Any you know any any couple of images put together, you know, it's, if you it's, wanted it's, to find visual storytelling as comics, then that could be comics. But uh, you know, but I don't even really see the beyond making a sort of point of that and moving on, I don't even really see the point. Yeah, it's the, it's the tree in the woods argument. And Vince is saying, yes, the, the, the tree did fall. And I, I, th- I think, I think <laughs> and I'm saying it's not fucking comics. And, 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 and yeah, right. it, I, I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Well, it's, I'm with Gabe too because again, in this example where we're taking the Inception boards and, and let's say someone's like, "Well, let's make an Inception a comic," and we're going to take Gabriel's boards and we're going to put dialogue in it and sell it as a comic. You know, I think it's fair to say, Gabriel, that you, even though you're very proud of the work you did on the Inception boards, I would bet that knowing you that I do, that you wouldn't want to take those storyboards and convey them as here Gabriel Hardman just made an inception yeah, comic right yeah. well, so, even, so, so even apart even apart from that it would be a confusing repetitive uh n- you know um ineffective right. comic what in I'm every way guess, be fair to say to Vince's point yes that would theoretically qualify as a comic but it would be a comic yes. that the creator of said boards would be who also happens to be an accomplished creator of comic books as we think of them would not want to have his name on as a comic is what I'm saying no of course so, not yeah, so intent, again see I'm with you I can't, uh, I can't extricate intent from this conversation because to me I don't know that I ever consume a comic book that isn't create, created with the intent for me to consume it I don't. I, I think you you all weigh the human factor way too heavily in this in this. <laughs> Comics are created by humans. I don't. Look, I'm a materialist. I'm a humanist. We're not. I'm not, I, I'm not I, I know you're a humanist. That that. Fat, Vince. We don't. We're not in the matrix. We don't. We're not sitting in a dream state thinking about you know having someone some you know some some higher power fill us with the things we need so we can what, we can function. Th- this go, this go, all goes back to my my no bad art argument where you can also critique, flawed no you can you can <laughs> critique an image till you're blue in the face and tell everyone with an earshot what's wrong with it but you have no absolutely no influence over that image that image is it will not be changed in your wake it 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 it, it continues to be exactly what that which it is it perfect in every way now it may you know you can look at this image and perceive man that artist sucks the drawing is terrible the composition is bad a laundry list of of things that you find fault with in this image that 
does not change the image. You have absolutely no effect. It might as well be that you're not even looking at it because again, it is. I, I, I love you because it's it's. I'm, I'm with you with the no bad art argument. I I cannot. It pains me to say this, bro, but I cannot stand next to you with the whole storyboard versus comic books. That's cool. I'm not broken up over that. I mean, I it is I what know. it is. We all have our well, different but, takes on things. You know, but really, uh, for the most part, I mean, I'm in, I'm. Uh, I'm agreeing with with what Vince is saying about yeah. you know uh, about the images and the, and about the you know uh, about you know basically putting any two images together being visual storytelling. That's that's fine and that's great, but it just I just don't know what once you acknowledge that I don't really even know what the value of of going over and over it is because you know because beyond that is only you know, intent and, you know, uh, creativity or, or whatever, you know, okay. whatever the next, the, the next, uh, you know, step is. And that to me is the only thing worth talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's safe to say that we met fairly halfway. Yeah. Yes. And yes. it's also very safe to say that I'm betting that you do not have that Fanagraphics volume, that abstract comics. I think it was edited by, uh, Andre Malatu, do you have that on your bookshelf? That no, no, no. <laughs> but I, I, but it's, have you seen it? That's that's not in any way a uh, you know uh, uh, like an indication of what like my taste is because I, I think because my taste tends to uh, to run far outside of you know very traditionally told comics and storytelling. So I mean, right? It's but not, you 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 not, you do no. demand a narrative of some type of some type, though, right? No, no, not necessarily. Okay, no, no, because no. another one of my examples was that famous Robert Crumb piece that he did. I think it was the transformation of an American city or or something, uh, some title thereof. And he had a an American city in the let's say the twenties, and each successive image was. Uh, a depiction of the same viewpoint in of this town over a period of time showing i, I think in the end it, it's like a, a a gas station on a on a deserted lot at the end what used to be a thriving uh you know city square that and it's there's no panel borders it's just one image with one picture plane with a series of images in it that that's comics yeah, but any example you give like that is light years closer to my point of view about the intent of the artist than it is to your point of view of the, you know, of the sort of base elements of telling a story visually, you know? I mean, you're making an example and you're talking about Crom and you're talking about, you know, uh, uh, choices in the angle, whoever you're talking about. I don't yeah. know. Sorry. Uh, I, I, no, I mean, in total, but, yeah. Yeah. But uh, and uh, you're talking about you know choices made and uh, you know and what that image is and, and all these things that have a, a whole lot more to do with you know with craft and with uh, with intent and all the stuff you know that that I'm saying is the worthwhile stuff to talk about. I mean, you, you were you were saying you know that you know maybe I wouldn't have the the book on abstract storytelling or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I'm you know all of that stuff you. You know, all of that stuff is intent, you know? I mean, no matter what, how abstract it is, it's still, you know, an author intent, even if it was a, you know, uh, you know, some Dadaist book of random images, somebody still put those together. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, that's, that's closer to what I'm talking about than what you're talking about. 
true, but I, from my point of view, is once those images are put together, the control is lost. The intent is lost. It evaporates because the viewer is not aware of the intent of the person yeah. that produced that image. So right. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever their perception is, before you know, ill or, or not, it's it's still there's so many variables that have no effect on on what those things are, and in essence, they're just sequential images. So, I don't right, know. I, but that's that's a sort of you know that that's a sort of logical like you know extrapolation, and it's and it makes sense, but it's just not practical enough to be something to talk about. You know, I mean, I'm not a very practical person. <laughs> practical. <laughs> if we've learned nothing else, yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, I, no matter what, if you're talking about it, it's the meeting of the intent of the artist and the decisions they made with the viewer who is bringing their own set of assumptions to something right. and their own set of experiences. So it's that third, that middle thing that's the uh, that's the important thing. See, for as much as you champion the intent, I dismiss it and and in turn elevate the the uh primacy of the medium and and i don't i don't think there's any communication medium as glorious as comics anywhere yeah i mean and, but and in, in in that in in because of that i i intend to deify the medium <laughs> i do mm -hmm. i okay. it, it it's everything sure. to me and yeah. and i find it flawless in every way in terms of well, communicating, you know, uh, for what it and, does, and, and, and it's magic. Well, Two images next to each other make a story. Right, but I, that's, I think that's you, magic. because you deify it, I think you cast a much wider net of what is comics than yeah. most, myself included. I, I think I think it can actually begin to dilute what is out there because comics at com Comics are so unique in what they do and how they do them to cast such a wide net to say that cave paintings are comics. They are. It's like, eh, okay, but, yeah, you know, yeah, it's. I think, I think it, I think it, it dilutes them and and doesn't. How, how does it dilute them? I mean, I, I, I think that. Sorry to jump on this. No, go. I think that you know, uh, I, I don't think that it does dilute them obviously you know what vince is saying about the the work isn't going to change by somebody looking at it but it what it but it does it is a sort of you know there's a danger in this argument of of trying to elevate comics to you know or make comics uh you know make it seem like you need to elevate comics uh to yes. you know to to be uh you know to be on par with other art forms or be you know yeah to validate it, exactly um, and I don't think that's necessary at all. And I just think that this, you know, this argument, while interesting in a sort of academic way, ends up sounding like, you know, like it's saying, uh, oh, comics are just as important as all these other things. Really, I, I promise you or whatever. You know? Daddy, and, love you know, me. Yeah. And when, you know, when the reality of it is, yeah, absolutely, they, you know, they are and they should be, it, you should be able to define comics as a specific thing because that's, that's the only way that you're going to be able to look at it as a, uh, you know, as as its own valid, you know, art form. Okay, then there we go. Shall we talk real, honest to God <laughs> comics now? We devoted an hour to it, roughly. Yeah, I think it was. I, 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 think, it, I think it was a fun discussion. It was. Are you mad yeah, at me? Absolutely. Oh my God, no! I wasn't mad at you. 
<laughs> what for? Because no, you disagree I, with me? I, I, I'd be I mad at these guys every week. I think the conversation uh, went as I sort of thought it might. I mean, I, I, I in other words, I, again, I, I don't think it's a question of right or wrong. I just think it's a question of how one defines the terms at play. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. So. All right. Jason. Vincent. You, ch- you read something this week that I'm sure most of us read, uh, and you were chomping at the bit to talk about it. You want to go into a little bit of Butcher Baker, the Righteous Maker? Oh, the Righteous Maker. because <laughs> I have it right here, please. Oh, oh this, this I, is really... I, I, I'm just saying, I read the first couple pages, and I haven't been able to read it yet. There's really nothing to spoil, really. No, I know. I'm flipping through it. It... it, it it's it looks fun. I, I have my right, own. okay. Let's start with that. Mike Huddleston killed it. Yeah, oh, he's he's yeah. Oh he's, man, he's he's come a long way, and I I loved his work with 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 Hester. But yeah, Mike is doing uh, uh, Chicago and Mike Huddleston. By the way, gotcha. is uh, um, kicking oh, ass. I'll, I'll tell you what, Vince. The, the thing I want to uh, that I most take away from this, um, and it, there's a great. Uh, essay. It's at, I, I hasten to call it a letter because it's 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 five six pages. It's a great essay by by Joe Casey, the uh, the writer of the book. For those that don't know, um, and as I was reading, I was thinking, you know, I'm sure Joe Casey's brand of 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 storytelling is not for everyone. Um, I, as I guess you could say that for any any creator, but but I, I'm sure that you know he he's he's he has his own way of doing things, and I think we on the show. Those that that are longtime listeners know we are generally big fans of his work, um, but in reading the essay, I just I came away thinking, what the beauty of having optionality in whatever you choose to do um, provides you, um, whether it be a creative endeavor or whatever else your profession is. And the simple fact is, Casey can do a book like this. He could do it because he wants to do it. He honestly, I honestly believe he would care less if this book sold 10 copies or 10,000 copies. Mm-hmm. And he comes right out and says he's doing it because he wants to and he can. And he's, that's because the dude, you know, is wealthy. I mean, like in the sense that the dude doesn't have to, he can make the comics he wants to make because he's not burdened by the uh, internal pressures of having to make a living in the industry anymore yeah. you know See, that's that's kind of what i got from it too but the 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 main thing i pulled away from that essay anyway is that casey honestly you know rock solid loves comics absolutely and well, he, and, and and he took could, a vince bean stance by him saying he 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 knows that it sounds uh sounds crazy when people say that comics are such an important medium as to uh you know be life-changing but he said he he'll say that every day of his life because it changed his life um, so yeah, no, I'm with you. But sure. It's really cool that something like Ben 10, which was created for children by a bunch of comic book creators, has, uh, end result, I mean, given us a bunch of really cool titles that wouldn't have been possible otherwise. Like if Joe Casey wasn't financially sound, like you said, you would never, well, the chances are, are, are a lesson greatly that right. you would ever have seen Butcher Baker. Gabriel, have you uh, checked this out or at least uh, looked I at it? I haven't. No. I Well, I mean, I, I checked it out. I mean, I looked at it on the shelf, but I, I, I didn't pick it up. I mean, just mainly just because I buy the stuff in trade more often. I know mm-hmm. that's bad to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, um, 
you know, uh, but well, bad for someone who actually works in the comic <laughs> industry. <laughs> 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 but um, you know, but uh, uh, no, I, I haven't had a chance to look at it, so I don't, I don't have anything uh, that valuable to uh, say. Although, like, yeah, no, it looks good. Yeah, for those of you playing at home, basically, um, the government approaches. A retired superhero. Oh, if you're if you're getting ready to describe this comic, we should probably. No, I'm I'm not. Yeah, I, if <laughs> I may have to go sooner. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. No, it's it's like a one. It, it's just like a one sentence thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no. <sighs> Gabriel, I'm sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> We, I mean, all right. Let's let's wrap up the Mr. Hardman section, and then we will move on after he has departed. Thank you for being here. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about the other guys, but I really appreciate having that discussion with you. Oh yeah, well thanks, thanks for bringing me on, and uh, I'm, I, I hope that uh, that the audience can actually put up with that uh, hour of wankerism that we. <laughs> <laughs> Good wankerism. Hey, That's what we do best. Be any different. It's true, right. Gabriel. Uh, what, before we do sign off, so um, is uh, we still going strong with 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 the Hulks for the foreseeable future, or is there something new in the um, offerings? Well, I'm doing. Uh, I agreed to do a year of the Hulk in the first yeah. place. Um, uh, I have a couple issues left to draw. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, and uh, I've uh, and and I've been uh, I've been very consistent about uh, about this and, and on time with it. And within the course of a year, I'll have done the twelve issues. It's just mm-hmm. uh, uh, everybody will notice that that more issues of Hulk are coming out uh, with with other artists and stuff. But that's because they're coming out every couple of weeks. You know, they're they're publishing yeah. like eighteen issues mm-hmm. of of Hulk or something like that over the course of the year. So uh, so there's uh, it's not that I'm you know not uh, meeting those deadlines or something. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm doing the year of Hulk. I'm almost I'm almost done with that. Um, you know, then I'll uh, I'm also almost done with the film I'm working on. Uh, and then uh, after that, I'm gonna take uh, time off. Uh, for at least six weeks uh, to um, uh, to work on my next creator own book uh, called Station to Station. Yeah, it looks great. Looks story. great. Uh, thanks. And um, so uh, that's actually me, you know, making money in movies and turning around and trying to, you know, trying to do a comic that I really nice. Want. Um, you know, because can you, uh, can you throw a little snippet on what Station to Station is about for those that don't know her? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a sort of I don't have a great pitch yet. It's not something that I've been going around and pitching. It's something that that uh, that we're going to uh, we're going to work up and and then go and show to publishers. But it's, it's you and Karina. Uh, yes, uh, it's a it's a a um a sort of interdimensional science fiction story with uh, with some uh, some apocalyptic shit thrown in. Nice, cool. some dinosaurs maybe. There, there's a couple dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so Love after you wrap dinosaurs. that up, though, are you are you are you saying that you're not sure if you're going to continue to work regularly for Marvel, or are you? Oh no, I um I don't have anything uh I don't have anything lined up yet. But lots of people have been talking to me, and right. okay. uh, you know I have every intention of uh, of doing lots more freelance comics uh, after that. 
What what are the terms of your contract? What's your page rate? Uh, <laughs> I need I, I need you to keep I need I need more pages for the wall, Gabriel. So guess you yeah. I mean, we'll see what it is. I mean, I did I signed a year long exclusive with Marvel, and that'll right, be uh, right. the end of uh, the Hulk thing. And so obviously, I can't uh, I can't speculate on what I'm going to be doing after that because I haven't started talking to them about that again. But, but as long what people really want to hear is that you're not you're you're, you're going to continue to do comics, which I knew you were, but the audience, the audience needs to yeah. hear it, not not just us. No, yeah, so. I absolutely am going to continue yeah. to do comics. I. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the movie that I'm doing now is sort of the, uh, you know, it's something that I wanted to do, but it's uh, but it's the sort of stopgap thing to make sure that I can continue to do comics for another, you know, year or so before I need to do the next movie. Nice, that's awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, right. man. It's good talking All to right. you, buddy. Yeah, no, thanks, yeah. thanks a lot for having me on. Thanks for you know I guess we'll, uh, discussion. We'll see. I appreciated it. See you at New York Comic Con. We'll absolutely be at New York Comic Con. Well, unless they just give me a table. You know, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> I'm not getting into that fucking argument. All I know Jesus. is you and I have a place you have to visit. If I, this podca- if I was a podcaster and I knew for sure. Oh, see? Oh, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh going out with a bang right there. Yeah, I had, I had to unfollow a couple motherfuckers because of that. Oh, now, oh Gabriel, boy. Now, now I was going to see, before you threw that little jab in, I was going to say you and I have a certain place we have to check out when you're in New York Comic Con, but... I'll leave What's it that? now. No, what? No. I didn't unfollow Gabriel. <laughs> he was fine. Oh, I do want to uh, clarify something. So old movies did have writers? Oh, old <laughs> movies did have writers, yes. If you want me to come on your rep comments podcast and about uh, writing process in the Golden Age of Hollywood, I can totally do that. All right. Nice. I would love to know more about that process, but that's next time. Yeah. All, All right. right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Gabriel. All right. <laughs> Bye bye man. Bye. See ya. I love uh, that man. He's a great guy. He's a great he guy. Is. He is. That was, I don't care what he says. That was not masturb- masturbatory. That was a good goddamn discussion. Well listen, uh our our listeners are nothing if not candid. We'll find out if it was masturbatory or I'm, not. I'm sure they will. But again, like in, in, in terms of art, whatever they do claim will never influence what was said. Yay. David, what so, can they what, so we win. ask for a refund, right, David? There you That's go, right. baby. And if you'd like to comment on this episode, please join us in our forum, www.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com forward slash forum. Back to the butcher baker, the righteous maker. In essence, what the story is about is a retired superhero is approached by government agents in the form of Jay Leno. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and Dick Cheney. And Dick Cheney. And it's not uh, even like they, they're analogs. They are actually them. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, under the, the uh, blanket of the government has become sick and tired of footing the bill for these captive supervillains. They're incredibly expensive to incarcerate and feed and maintain and their, their health and well-being that they ask Butcher Baker to relieve them of their problem by taking out the supervillains. That's no, the who, first issue. Who knew That's, Joe Casey was a was a died in the wool Republican? I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a good idea, let me tell you. And in in the scope of the twenty some pages, I didn't count them, but they're I think it's longer than twenty two. Yeah. You have sex, debauchery, nudity, violence, yeah. uh, action. It's it's amazingly well done. Huddleston goes from traditional uh, ink and color comic book art to a 
there's some pencil images with dot pattern. There's some painted panels. Mm -hmm. There's some faux old style panels with you can see more pattern was added to them. Yeah. It's it's a real tour de force of great of, color of, spectrum of, of visual. Great yeah, really nice. And uh, uh, to what Jason was talking about before, the back batter of the book, you get a very healthy essay by Mr. Joe Casey, and you get some sketch pages and some images of uh, storylines to come, all for two ninety nine. It's yeah. a value and a half. And I, I, I hazard to guess that I'm, I'm sure it's the only comics on the stand, at least this month, that has uh, penis door handles in it. It's true. Yeah, I, I got to get those for my house. That'd be awesome to have I those. <laughs> and, and, and that's and and I'm I'm so not for censorship. I just I see things like this, and I just think back to Friendly Franks. I think back of of why make it more, why 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 make it harder than it has to be? Who who's going to look at this cover, flip through the first couple pages, see the sex, and then flip to the back cover and see it for a mature audience? That's definitely, I mean, and that's, and that's, and it's me. I, I uh, said this before, before we started recording. Yes, you did. And Children do not read comics. And you can look at the cover, and you obviously know that, you know, this isn't going to be a regular issue of Marvel Adventure Spider-Man or anything. It, it just, it's got a man sack on the cover. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids don't read comics. People don't read anymore. It's, but uh, for, for those interested in the book, it is, as David Wow, there's a massive echo going echo? on in here. Yeah, I don't I know. That. There's a uh, a healthy amount of sex and explicit yeah. nudity in this book. Yes, yes. Uh, the the lady bits are very well Parent? delineated. Male genitals, yeah. female genitals. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Sex acts. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, right. There's right. There, there's implied like softcore right. penetration, but not yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely not I, for uh, uh, not for not for young audiences. <laughs> true, it is a barometer of um, I don't know what the word I want to use without pissing people off because there's a couple people on the forum that didn't really like it, but but I think it is it is a neat tool to um, gauge people's acceptance levels. I guess you could say because it does push a lot of buttons. Uh, and I'm sure that's what Joe Casey intended to do with the book. Uh, it's it's freewheeling. It is it is right, windows right. you know windows down 120 miles an hour. It's it's out there, and I I don't know. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. It wasn't the best thing I read all week though, but it, it it was up there. It was just an amazing amazing ride. I hope it continues as long as he wants to do it, because uh, I'll be there, I'll be there every month. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I in uh, deference to David having not read it yet, I. But uh, but it it was a treat. I, I I laughed. I was smiling ear to ear from start to finish. I read it twice, which uh, is unusual for me to read any comic more than once, at least yeah, the first I time I have it. Um, uh, it was just great. It was. Um, I think I made a comment on Twitter, and, and I meant it. Uh, you know, Image is putting out an absolute boatload of number ones, uh, and is soliciting seemingly more each month. Um, generally, which is a good thing, as if you're an image fan, as I am. But but I will say that there were a number of books that were uh, that, at least to my eyes, way more hyped. Um, which uh, which some are fine, but I, I think that this one didn't get all that much hype, and yet I found it to be the most entertaining of the bunch. Right. Um, you you also liked the book that did get hyped, which was non-player number one. Uh, I did. I did. Yes. What did you uh, think about that? Uh, well, am I the only one that read that, or I think Chris read it too, right? Chris read it, yeah. I have it coming yeah. from the, the DCBS. 
uh, well, first, awesome. yeah, first let's say that uh, that this book has definitely gotten the uh, the cultural zeitgeist, right? It's it's seemingly, I mean, uh, Nate Simpson, true. yeah, Nate Simpson is doing the rounds. He's been on just about every podcast and interview site I've I, I think imaginable. Um, so you know, good for him to get his name out there. Um, I, the first thing that you have to say is that the book is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the, the guy, yeah, the the guy, and he 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 did the whole thing. Um, he he wrote it. Uh, Drew it, colored it, right? He did the whole thing. Lettered it. He's, he lettered it. Yep. Whole thing's his baby. So, so in terms of labor of love, he's, his, this, this is a guy that uh, has left uh, the video game world right. to to do this and was making bank doing video mm-hmm. games and and loves comics and decided in, instead of doing storyboards, he was going to do comics. Sorry, had to throw that one in there. Um, go ahead, Jason. It's like I never even heard you. Uh, no, I know. So, I know. It's like, dang, cricket. So the the one thing I'll say about it is, I I do think it presumes um, some level of knowledge of um, multi, massive multiplayer role playing games and some of the 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 rules therein and the terminology. I I do think it presumes a little bit of that, um, which was fine. I mean, I've never I've never played World of Warcraft that sort of thing, but I've, I'm a geek, I'm geeky enough to 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 recognize some of the nomenclature and the like um but i, I would liken this to um maybe the visuals are, are leading me in this direction but i i forgot when reading it i i kind of liken it to avatar the movie in the oh. sense that in the yeah. sense that visually it's it's like few things you've seen in the medium at least you don't see something this like this this often um but I'd be lying if I said I thought the story, and it is a first issue, so he's just really setting up the world, literally. Um, I, I, I don't know that I was captivated by the story. Um, I, 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 maybe because I heard it, I read and heard him talk about the book enough beforehand. I maybe that took away some of the element of surprise, but I kind of felt like I knew it was coming from Jump Street, um, and ultimately the story revolves around a world where. Virtual reality and reality are, are, are somewhat interchangeable, um, and so again, by definition, his ability to pull off these stunning visuals, I think, enhances the ability to tell that story. Um, but whether there's more behind that, we'll we'll find out. You know, I'm I'm definitely on board. I'll, I'll continue to to get to get the issues, but I don't know that I came away with this from this issue thinking, oh my god, wow, this is going to be a great ride. I, I thought, wow, this is a really pretty book. Clearly, this is labor of this guy's love, and I I saw enough that I want to see what's happening next. You know, mm-hmm. how about you? Yeah, I I, I, th- I thought there were some interesting um, teases to to what was going on in in the cyber world and the real world. So yeah, it's got it's got a little bit of Avatar to it, a little bit you know of a Matrix feel. It's uh, kind of a uh, you know dystopian future, which which I kind of dig, but. Uh, uh, I think there were you know, a couple hints that not everything in in the cyber world with the with the AI is is right that that that's where the story may go is that uh, there may be some some intelligence uh, forming in, in the cyber world but uh, you know just visually I I loved every page of it it uh, you know it just it just had everything that Growing up, you know, 
reading you know crap like you know Elf Quest or you know, the Lord of the Rings stuff is is this this world that they're immersed in, and then it you know turns around and and you're in this uh, you know kind of you know, almost Blade Runner s type uh, type future, which is you know just right up my alley. But uh, no, it was uh, I, I thought it was I thought it was a really tight first issue. I'm I'm definitely definitely on board for it i uh um that and zombie are without a doubt the the two best things i've i've read um in the in the last month or so oh you did read zombie fucking loved it oh God, it excellent nice i mean Cre- not 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 just good it blew everything out of the water that that i've read in the last couple months i mean complete it was surprise like, too wasn't it Oh yeah, and that isn't that awesome when that. Yeah. And honestly, not non-player. I must have been just just unplugged from stuff because apparently this has been getting a huge amount of buzz. I was just like, Ugh. and Sal uh, at, at work is like, here, check this out. This is really really good, and uh, and read it at work today. And I I'd never heard of it before. So uh, for someone that's supposed to be you know to to know what's fucking going on in comics, I was <laughs> to, to, totally, totally taken, you know, off guard by it and, and loved it. And that, that is just the best thing to, to read a comic that you have absolutely no, you know, no preconceived notion of what it is or any expectation of it. And when it, it blows you away, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. didn't the non-player, uh, sell out first issues is definitely sold out, right? Yes, at least yes. at least from image mm-hmm. so you can probably get it if you run right down to your comic shops and and inquire the better stock shops will probably be able to supply uh, it it'll, probably, it'll probably be all sold out tomorrow yeah i think the uh, well but the, the good thing too about this is um got to give props to image for the way they're handling their new issues that uh, they're putting anywhere from four to eight pages of 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 the art uh in most of these books in previews which yep. um again i know a lot of people don't pre-order and stuff and that's fine and dandy but if you do pre-order which is an important part of the business these days especially for smaller books um i gotta tell you i would probably not have ordered this book at least in issues had i not seen the art um right. based on the description because i would have been worried it was kind of a, a, a gaming book which i'm not really that into i'm not again not a gamer um so you know again kudos to them for that and uh it it, uh, it definitely sold me and i know i'm not alone because i think uh bob on our forum started a, a thread when he first saw the images and it was the first i had heard of the book and uh, a lot of people on our forums were really quite taken by the art many of which don't get previews and i think that swayed some people too so kudos to image for being out in front on that uh-huh. i think it's key truth truth you gotta pre-order books people I'll put well, my Neesman to, hat on. It, well, no, I'll, I'll put my Neesman hat on. If you don't pre-order books, you don't love comics because <laughs> you're, you're doing <laughs> the creative. Say that? No, I'm being um, oh. extreme. Being hyper- it, I'm being extreme. If you don't pre-order them, then I'm not extreme. You are oh, very extreme. Oh my! No, I'm not. <laughs> if, if you if you don't pre-order books, then the creative team, uh, the people who publish the books, have absolutely no idea how many orders they're selling. They're shipping to the comic shops blind. That's not a good idea. Come on, pre-order the shit. Not a good look, let, people. Let not them know you look. love them. And uh, David, do you have anything to speak about? Because you know, I, what, what, what? No, you go ahead. More? I want to hear you being quiet. I got lots more. We kidding? Of course me? you do. I yeah. Shit. Uh, I um, right now I'm going through uh, 
my little phase Crisis. where I, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I kind of, I, I, I let shit pile up and, and you know, it in chunks. Oh, and, and I just recently did that with Incognito Bad Influences, which was my In Your Travels last week. So I yeah. read the, uh, the last three issues of this current arc, and man, I felt so bad when I got to the end. But it is... It's, oh, was it a downer? It, um... Yes, but considering the person's life choices in the past, it's kind of fitting. Mm. Um, so he got it where he fit in, basically. Cryptic, yeah. David. Yeah. Yeah. I like well, that look. I don't want. I you know I don't want to spoil Ed's and and Sean's and and Sal's and Val's story. This is um, it's you know if if you're missing criminal, which is coming back in June, you know this is Yay. this is uh. This is criminal with the superhero twist, and 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 you know it's there's there's no um there is a bar it's it's not the <laughs> the the but it's it's um it's it's frequented by 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 supervillains and and uh, it, it 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 picks up where the first incognito left off and and uh, and Jack. Overkill is, is now working for the good guys, but he's going undercover to to uh, infiltrate the bad guys, and, and things kind of uh, go awry for for our pal Zach. And it's just it it was nonstop. And and, and why I love the the single issues is is because you get back matter from uh, from Ed, and and he basically he wrote bad influences in a in a way that that he hasn't written other stories where he. Um, he he normally I guess has the ending and then will write the he'll write beginning and, and the middle leading up to it so he knows exactly where he wants to end it and he'll just get there. Whereas here he wrote the beginning he knew where he wanted to start and he had no idea where it was going to end and there were a couple of twists and turns as you go through like the third and fourth issue that wasn't originally in his outline and um, and I guess it made for a more organic type story and there were just you know paths he didn't anticipate going down and and it, it didn't you know after you read his his thoughts on, on how he wrote the story it doesn't you can go back and nothing really jumps out and goes okay well yeah maybe that was a little out of place or i know what he's talking about everything just it, it flows real nice all throughout and uh and like i said i got to the end and and i knew once we got pretty much the halfway point in the fifth issue, I kind of knew where we were going, and and I really wasn't happy about it. But it mm. uh, it makes sense, and uh, and and I'm looking forward to more incognito. This is a a pretty. If there is no more incognito, then 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 it's 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 fine where it ends with with these two arcs. But um, if there is a third volume, I'm I'm real interested in seeing. Uh, how it starts off, and 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 if we do get more Zach, what uh, what he does in the third arc, or at least the beginning of it, but it's it's real cool. There's there's more of the underworld that, uh, from Zach Overkill's old life, and and uh, I I'm sure we'll be traded soon enough, and and all the icon work that because uh, I think the the deluxe edition of Criminals, like and it's like fourth printing now, so everything mm-hmm. that 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 Ed and Sean are doing under the icon line seems to be selling really well, and uh, and I, I think it's 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 well deserved. It's it's great stuff, and and you could feel the love in there. And, and I kind of share its point of view where he says that um, you know support print media because it's it's the best. But 
that's neither here nor there. But no, definitely check out Incognito. Nice. Uh, David, uh, how would you say this compares to Sleeper? I have not, you know what? I have not. I read Point Ooh, Blank. Comic Confessions time. Yes. I, I, read, I read Point <laughs> Take Blank your pants down. at uh, at Wizard World Chicago in 2006. So I picked that up, and that was great. And I've always meant to read the, uh, what is it, three, four volumes of Sleeper? And Sleeper's better. It's four Yeah, no, I know it is, but it's 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 just, it's it's always, I don't even know if it's on my wish list, but it's always something there that, that I want to read, but I, I have not yet. So okay. I can't answer that. Yeah. Sleeper is the, uh, it's it, it's awesome. It's yeah. No, I, probably, no, I've read it too. I, fa- I was just, favorite yeah. thing that uh, that Brubaker's written. No, I've read it too. I was just asking relative to this because I um I haven't read this yet, so I was just curious how it comes. It, it's it's good. Incognito is good, but I would cons- okay. This is going to sound. You know, I, I I was joking about uh, Vince uh, talking down to us earlier. This is going to sound like I'm talking down. This is sleeper for for. This is sleeper for Marvel fans. It's just like you stripped it's away all the bad it. vibes directed at me. Yeah. In one <laughs> sentence. Yeah. It's like you know, whenever you whenever you you strip it down and 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 run a little bit of bleach over it. So you want to take Oh, oh no, no. But I mean, no, I mean, it, 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 it takes. I mean, they they did shit in Sleeper that was fucking filthy. And oh yeah, you can't do that. And you Miss can't Misery and mm. an icon comic. Ooh, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. I don't know about that. Well, Mark Miller there doesn't was, have there was, there was, there doing was, uh, great stuff. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was some raunchy shit going on in the second issue of Incognito. Again, yeah. Not, yeah, I don't think Icon That's, has anything to do with the dude. Uh, I, I hold Sleeper in very high regard, like Chris. But um, last I, time I, I checked, uh, Nemesis had uh, an impregnated woman with 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 a booby trap sewn into her that was going to kill the baby if nice. she didn't do it. Uh, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I just I don't think Brew Baker thinks that kind of stuff is um, relevant to uh, this, this take. Exactly maybe. what I was going to use. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my oh, no. God! I'm woo. Yeah. Yay. Um, oh, chicken in, huh? Yes, it is. Oh, hey, okay. Okay. So, so I just, I, I, I just kind of threw a little jab at Marvel. That's okay. But um, no, the, just people who like their comics. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, it's kind of like making fun of kids in wheelchairs. I mean, <laughs> uh huh. Um. <sighs> including your co-host <laughs> so that's all right. so how, yeah. and you wonder why tell, we fucking make fun of your tell, bonds tell, tell me more about curling dude I know hey hey, you, 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 you made me come out with my fucking fist up tonight so <laughs> <laughs> oh I love this episode this is an awesome one hey I, I want to gush for a little while can I gush no why about to talk. oh he I was Fucking show in two weeks. Oh, look at I, you! Chris, what did you read? What did you no, read, buddy? I didn't know Chris wasn't here. Tell me what you read. I want to know. People want to know. For, you talked for two hours last week, Vince. I did not. Yes, you did. And I just just for the record, um, if anyone perceived me as talking to down to anyone during that conversation, these guys know. I mean, I don't talk down to anyone. I just give my uh, opinion. You know. 
I don't. I'm I'm me. What you see is what you hear. Actually, is is what you get with me. I have no pretense at all. I just love goddamn comics. I love talking uh, about comics. This is my thing. So, after I just kicked the Marvel Marvel fans in the nuts, I want to talk about the the point one issues. Uh, a Ooh. couple of them that I read. Uh, really enjoyed the Captain America and the Thor one. Have you guys oh, read them? No. No. Um, what's the deal? No. Like. As an outsider, a rel- relative outsider, the point one issues are basically nice jumping on points, nice recap issues. Dude, many setting- of them are not jumping on points. Yeah. That's the intent, though. That was the intent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Not all the writers got the memo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I've. That's what I've heard. But the the Thor the Thor one, which I I got it laid around here somewhere. Um, that's a was- fraction, right? I think it's a Karen oh, Gillen. Yeah. Karen Gillen, right? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. This was, I guess, this lead now, into the journey into mystery title. Yeah. Now, now, here's my only question about this, and I enjoyed the issue a lot. Is that uh, uh, basically all of the the Asgardians are throwing a big party, kind of in Thor's honor? I think it's called Thor's Day, or or something like that. <laughs> nice. nice. It's not, it's not called Thor's Day, but it's it's it's. It should be. It's it's Thor it's Thor something. Uh, that was a little bouquet to a, a, a Thor Mighty Avenger. But um, so they're throwing a big party for for Thor, and they're doing it in in Asgard, which I'm assuming is the Broxton, Oklahoma Asgard. No, no, no. Asgard's back up in the heavens. Well. Uh, oh no! Now, no, the, the, now this issue of Thor. Well, I haven't read the out. point one issue, so I don't know if it takes place sort of in between the time. But fraction, no, I mean, well, fraction I mean, is this... bringing it back. Fraction got rid of the whole Broxton thing. Okay, well, as of like today, which I didn't know if we wanted to talk about any fear itself, but yeah, this came out like pre, like pre fear itself, but they're in Asgard, which I, I was assuming, it's like, I thought Asgard was destroyed in, in whatever that, that event was. Um, okay. Oh, in Siege, yeah. Okay. So I was thinking that Asgard was like all crumbled up and laying in, in a field in Oklahoma. They're gods. That, really okay. That, that aside, really fun issue. Just when I felt like it was getting a little talky because they're doing the big speeches and the grand halls and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of starting to get a little bored with it. The fucking gray gargoyle bust out of a huge stone giant and starts fucking stuff up. And it was, it was awesome. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, it's yeah. Yeah. Gray gargoyle is here and, and, and going to be doing the fisticuffs with the Thor. It, it was great. It was, it was really, really a fun issue. And then the, uh, the captain America one was, if you are unaware of where Steve Rogers is in the world, this kind of sets it straight as as him being, you know, head of Shield and and all of that, and uh, and how Nick Fury is kind of moving uh, pawns around the the chessboard to uh, to get Steve to come back to being, you know, come back to the mantle of Captain America, and and yeah, I I enjoyed both of them so. But not as much as I enjoyed uh, uh, the last Deadpool team up. Nice segway. Is that that what that was? (laughs) Yeah, I'm spreading a little Marvel love this week. I'm glad glad to Uh, hear that. uh, Written by Scotty Young, drawn by the amazing Ramon Perez. A really funny, 
a little story about Deadpool as uh, a herald of Galactus, which mm-hmm. is is just kind of uh, you know big old belly belly laugh on its own. But yeah, it was uh, it was really kind of nice to see uh, Scotty do uh, a little bit of writing and and Ramon, you know, one of my favorite artists, uh, uh, get paired up to do that, and uh, and really just kind of a a fun way to uh, what they uh, they actually kind of stuck a dagger. In uh, in uh, Deadpool team up, right? That was the last issue. Uh, if uh, it is ending, I don't know if that was yeah. the actual. I, I think I think that's I think that's what it what it said at the at the okay. end of that. So yeah, so, uh, yeah it went out on a high note because it was it mm-hmm. was a really it was a you know if you're gonna have a team up, Deadpool and Galactus is an awesome team up. Hell two yeah, of the, two of the best Marvel ever created, baby. That's true. Yeah. Um, and, and and not to was that that? Scott, because I'm I good, was, I'm good, I'm over here, I'm waving high. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Perez Perez knocked it out of the park. That guy is awesome. Those yeah. uh, those original art pages are gorgeous when we saw them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, getting back to Fear itself, number one. I, I didn't read it, but I, I did look through it, and it looks like it looks like Daddy's not happy. <laughs> yeah, for true. <Trace. laughs> I, I my my favorite depiction of Odin in a long time. He is. He's as Odin should be. Yes, I agree. Uh, Imanin is a freaking monster on the page. E- even the, the the pages I saw where it looked like there was just dialogue between people on the street, a cab driver, and you know whoever it was. They just his pages look fantastic. That guy yeah. is amazing. Yeah. yeah, and and the action pages. Then you get into the actual super heroics with whoever that was. You know, floating through the ocean and and Thor and and the, the oh, Asgardians, that was just uh, amazing. It was uh, the new Red Skull. It was uh, it was Sin. Sin, which is a uh, Red Skull's daughter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Red Skull's daughter. <laughs> that but, was okay. the little redheaded girl. Yeah, my, my, yeah. Mild, mild mild spoilers here. Spoilers. Um, and Brubaker announced that like in this first. Yeah, year I don't know. That we, yeah, we don't we don't have to worry about spoilers. It's been yeah. Marvel's presser did about eight thousand times, so we're, well, we're good. Well, she no, said it every no, time she wasn't humping crossbones. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Spoilers for for fear itself is oh. um, uh, sin or the new Red Skull is the the first bearer of of one of these enchanted hammers, and and she uses that hammer through this prophecy Alma. to uh, <laughs> to uh, um, basically set free. Uh, someone who is very uh, very tied into uh, the the Asgardian mythology, who we don't know who he is yet, but uh, uh, apparently shit is getting ready to go down. And uh, yeah, shit it was is a, real, yo. Uh, you know, as far as as far as events go, and uh, I've, you know, we've all kind of been you know talking about how we're down on him a little bit. I'm actually really looking forward to both of these. I've heard awesome stuff about fear itself and i keep hearing really good stuff about flashpoint so maybe this is the the year that uh i i've heard awesome stuff about flashpoint yeah really? yeah well, <laughs> later, I, uh, no i haven't i'm saying i, I it's not that i've heard it's not that i've heard bad things i just i honestly i feel like flashpoint other than the solicits i've heard next to nothing about well there, like there's a, there's certainly enough of it i mean uh, there's, true. there's a yeah. lot of flashpoint titles yeah, yeah, true. obviously one doesn't have to buy them all, but it just seems like there's what ten three issue miniseries at least ten, right? Yeah, yeah it's, that's a lot of yeah. book. It's yeah. a lot of yep. books. All right, so can I 
take a couple oh, minutes and just yeah. just gush. Well, we're we're out, we're out of time. Ben. We are not yeah. even close to being out of time. What we've been on we for still got hours? we still got fifteen minute. Look okay, it up, brother. I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. I remember I, you know, I was I was listening to this week's episode and you guys were giving your all you know in the travels and I looked down at my iPod and it's like they're doing in the travels and there's fucking forty minutes left on this son of a bitch. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> all right. It was a long song. All right. I got I have two Avatar books. You know how Jones I am about Avatar lately. Oh, okay. Now listen, one is not even worth my breath. So right, I'm just going to tell you the title, and it's definitely a pass this one up because it does not do justice to the original work, nor as a comic was it any good. And okay. that was Night of the Living Dead, Death Valley number one. All right. I like Mike Wolfer. I like his work. But this was just, to be honest, it was trash. It was just, just, just garbage. And, 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 and it doesn't, uh, I hold Night of, uh, Romero's Night of the Living Dead in very high esteem. Uh, and it does not do justice to the original source material. Nor does it have to. But if you're going to put that title on the cover, at least be semi good. And this was just a waste of my time and money. I, I, I'm in for the whole series only because I don't like to start something and not finish it. I give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe it'll get better. Uh, somewhere along the line, I'm hoping, but this was just ridiculously bad. Um, but the the thing that I did want to talk about, um, not at length, but at least give everybody a heads up, from a man who has many high water marks in his uh, or au revoir, I guess you could say, uh, Alan Moore, I think he has done the impossible with the fourth issue of Neonomicon. Did you read it, Jason? Uh, no, I haven't. I, it's sitting here to be read, but I have not read it. No, it's a it's a masterpiece. It, it, as far as writing, it, it ranks among Moore's absolute best works. Uh, he that is he, high praise from you, my friend. Cause yes, you are unabashed or aficionado. It, it's the culmination of Agent Merrill's uh, trials at the hand of the Dagon cult, and uh, what happens to her after. Obviously, you know, in issue three, the Dagon cultist freed her from captivity uh why you'll find out in this issue and uh alan moore just pretty much takes uh hp lovecraft's work and makes it his own reinvents not only the author uh hp lovecraft but the mythology uh throws it all into the future and makes it work now see you I, should have I, talked about this while gabe was still here because uh his wife is a huge lovecraft fan Oh, we'll just have to get her on. Well, we should. Maybe she'll be more sensible. Um, he knows, he knows I'm, he knows I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. But, uh, no, this, I mean, Cthulhu and the, the acolytes and Raleigh, the, the city and Lang and all of these little bits of H.P. Lovecraft, Cthulhu mythos, more takes them, makes them real. He rips them out of, um, this, this literary layer that they, ex in which they exist, and he makes them, it's very meta. He makes them real. He makes them impact the characters in his story, but it's, Lovecraft's work was not, 
a narrative, uh, a fictional narrative. What he did was he cobbled real information from what he thought was the past, but in essence, it was the future. And you're going to see it all play out in the pages of Neonomicon number four. It's friggin' brilliant. She goes back and talks to Aldo Sachs and the Why dialogue. Why didn't you tell me to read it before the show, dude? I would have I I read it on the way home. The dialogue between the two is fantastic. It's just, it, it's, it's, I don't think there's another author out there, as far as the ones I, of which I'm aware, that could have pulled off something like this. To, to take a, a existing literary material, make it real, and then transform it, bend it, to his will and make it work for his story in a way that it seems like the the source material is actually true it, it it's crazy it's it's, I'd say it's, it's alan uh, moore i mean it's alan moore and bendis pretty much um i'm kidding dude jesus christ <laughs> well i just wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt i didn't know uh I, aside from more maybe morrison could have pulled this off um but mm. I think I maybe yeah. Uh, this this is more skill as a thinker. The hell with writing. Just as as a legendary thinker, a, 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 a literary conniver. How he manipulates concepts. It bends them to his will. It, he's amazing, man. This Neonomicon is friggin' fantastic. Uh, and kudos to Jason Burroughs. Um, I didn't put too much stock in Burroughs. I liked his work mm-hmm. before this, but I mean he's kicked it up a bunch of levels with this story there's a, a sequence in which the fbi agents raid the uh the dagon cultists cult like the bookstore that we've seen previously they raid yeah. it and try and get you know see what's up and it is just it's it's masterfully done it's it's creepy it's it's uh and 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 Bur- uh burrows is not an embellisher i mean he has a very clean line uh there there's no noodling at all but this is just wow this is another step up for him i love this series i would rank this pretty much with with moore's exceptional work i i wouldn't go as far as to say it's on the level of his more famous works but i mean as far as conceptually this can hold its own with anything he's done conceptually mm-hmm. no, you know i mean the characters obviously agent merrill is no rorschach but, right, right, right okay. but but in yeah. terms of the the hooks and the, and the concept wrangling, this is as good as more gets. It's it's fantastic, and it cobbles the work of H.P. Lovecraft. I mean, if you're gonna shoot an arrow into my heart, and if there's you know as one author that's gonna do it is Lovecraft, and and this is just fantastic. Go out. I mean, if you didn't buy the single issues, wait for the trade. Keep Neonomicon on your radar because it's 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 magical. It's it's just fantastic stuff. You're going to be shocked at the way this thing turns out. Yeah, I'm all about it. I, have to, I mean, again, I, I don't want to make any grand proclamations yet, but I, I've certainly enjoyed the three. And, and again, a book that I, I would almost assuredly not have read if it wasn't written by Alan Moore. Um, I, I mean, this is not typically yeah. a, 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 a – this, unlike you, this is not typically a genre that I um, – that I uh, crave, but uh, I figured if, if if anyone was going to get me to read a, an over the top Lovecraftian horror story, um, you know, more could, and, and he's certainly delivered so far. I mean, it's right. uh, yeah. And the explicitness of the previous issues is uh, almost completely dispensed with in this issue. It's all mm, interesting. Yes, there, there's very little. I mean, aside from a little blood. Uh, there, there's nothing that would make this issue a mature reader, and maybe language. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's all 
you know, straightforward just narrative. It, it's fantastic. Love it. I love it. I love Alan Moore. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I think kid, I think that kid's got a future in comics. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He does. As long as he doesn't keep producing issues of Dodge and Logic and does comics, then yeah, the man's great. <laughs> the, yeah, but what else we got? We still got got time here. How about a little? How about a lightning round? A little bit of lightning round. Sure. Anybody read something quick that they'd like to to shoot out there for for the people? Uh, anyone else read uh, FF number one? I assume no. not. Didn't buy it. I assume I'm the only one, right? I'm the I'm the yeah. lone man on the island these days on this yep. one, right? Yeah. Uh, how was it? It was all right. You know, it was it was all right. like I said the. Uh, the last issue of, of FF, I thought, made up for the second-to-last issue. Um, this is really just the next issue in that, you know, this is more of a, a quaint marketing renumbering type of thing. Um, no. But, 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 I, I will, <laughs> but I will say, though, much like, uh, much like we've talked about prior times about this, I, I hear the chatter about this book from other people, and, and it, 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 I feel sometimes like I'm, I'm on another planet because um, – I've heard I've heard people gush about it, and I've also heard people loving the artwork. And to me, the art is just really, really stiff. I mean, I know, like I know. really stiff. Like I, 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 I it's just I, I don't think it's dynamic at all. And I just, uh, I'm clearly in the math. I'm clearly in the in the tiny minority there. Um, but but I, 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 I don't know. Um, I'm flummoxed because uh, Epting is. Usually, I am too. I, I just yeah. Don't, uh, he's, yeah. he's usually knocks it out of the park like his captain america work was nowhere near stiff and and go even going back uh el cazador is probably is some of the nicest stuff i've ever seen and then you look at this and it's like do, are you doing other work <laughs> do you have a, again, a day, a day I, job like, i don't get it yeah like we seemingly have to say every time we talk about this book uh i, I think it's it's fair to say we're in the minority though i mean i know i, I know people are I, I have heard so many people whose opinions i generally respect or at least feel or informed say that this in their opinion is shaping up to be uh one of the seminal ff runs of all time oh, and and, uh, no. and i just um yeah again i can't say there you know clearly enough people are viewing it that way that i'm just for some reason not connecting to it i don't know if my expectations were are too high i just don't know but uh it, it's been okay like i'm not i'm still reading it it's not i'm not like loathing it or anything but it's uh, I, I, it's certainly not the best FF I've ever, ever read. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing. Hmm. Yeah, it's sad. Um, and it's mostly a uh, a perceptual thing, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I have an idea what I want the Fantastic Four to look mm-hmm. like, and and that's not it. But uh, I, I can't be. Ob- it's hard, very difficult to be objective in this case when sure. when you when you have your your uh, your sacred cow, and it doesn't move the way you want it to <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, tough not, not putting out the good milk right right so so you you would give a fantastic four number one maybe a six <sighs> yeah it's it's uh, it's difficult to say but with the coffee out that clearly i'm not seeing this the way most are because i mm-hmm. I, I think I, i've heard most people say this was like a 10 like you know I, and nine or 10 and i just uh uh yeah, it, it like I said, it's yeah, six is fair. It's uh, uh, it's enough to get me to not break my very long streak of reading FF, but it's it's not like I'm chomping at the bit to see what happens next. Okay, Chris, lightning round in your court. Uh, uh, 
Come on, buddy. Um, How about the Battle three. Pug? Did you check out Battle Pug this week? Battle Pug's great. Uh, Detective Comics with uh, Snyder and uh, and Frank Avila. The uh, Detective Gordon story has been really, really solid. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, I think, them basically collecting up all of the, the Gordon backups and then doing single issues in them instead of... Right. Instead of the backups, because they're holding the line at two ninety nine, mm-hmm. um, but uh, no, re- really nice stuff. And and Frank Avila, he's a he's a son of a bitch. He's he so good. is. He's come a long way. Not to say Ma'am. that he was. Yes, he's fantastic. Although I mean the I mean I mean we all probably remember him back. You know, black coat stuff sure. with with Ape. Oh yeah, which was a, <laughs> which was a, a really a really fun series, and I I enjoyed it. But man, he is uh, he's leveled up. And uh, yeah, de- detect- detective with him has been fantastic. But I'm I, I I'm also looking forward to uh, to Jock coming back, which I think starts next. Is it next month? Mm, could be. Well, it, the detective is my favorite bat book right now. So that's are you, uh, are you not reading Incorporated or? Um, Ink is good. Uh, the the first the first couple issues I was really digging on. And then it got to uh, it got to Morrison being a little, uh, you know, it it was more of the out there, incomprehensible uh, Morrison. It's and we've talked about it before. Some sometimes I just want to lay on the couch and read a fucking comic book. I don't. My brain does. I, mean, I want to disconnect my brain a little bit. Morrison doesn't let you do that. No, and you're right. You know, I'm I'm not a I'm a fairly educated man, and I I feel like I can I can follow most most story and plot points, but there there are, there are times whenever Morrison gets a little little too incomprehensible, I, I would say almost impenetrable, and Batman Inc was bordering on that. I think they're roping it back in. I bought the last issue because Burnham's artwork was was the draw for me, not not Morrison, mm-hmm. um, and, and and Chris was fucking amazing on it. So yeah, Batman Inc. I think has the the opportunity to to be a pretty pretty awesome comic. We'll just see how accessible he leaves it. Um, but but detective detective is the Batman I I like it's it's him being a detective and going out and solving crimes and um, having awesome gadgets and being the the smartest baddest guy in the room and and Snyder's tapped into that and yeah it's you know so for my money a, a detective is 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 my favorite bat book right now mm. well played. And David, which, lightning round. Which which Batman is that? Uh, Detective is uh, is Dick. Okay, so that's what you like. So the damn the um, what's that about? Goes week and then what's now it's that about. Oh, <laughs> started, what? Um, the, uh, I, speaking of 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 uh, I was a little bummed to see that. Well. I was bummed when I see who did the art uh, in Black Panther: The Man Without Fear 516. It's um, the art inside is is not by uh, Francisco; it is by uh, Jesse Palo, who mm. wouldn't I enjoy? But um, but I was a little bummed because he's been on a pretty good roll with uh, with with doing the work in Detective and with doing 
a Panther title for uh, for a while. But uh, lightning round, as far as uh, what I've been reading it in my DC Xbox this week, I never read it back in the day. I never was able to um, pick up any of the issues, so I'm reading it now thanks to IDW. Uh, Fish Police Volume One. Yay! I, uh, by Steve Monkeys, and it's it's it is definitely it's got that '80s feel, uh, but it's 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 unique. It's cool. I mean, right as you get into it, I haven't I haven't finished the trade yet. I do not know how many issues this uh, this collects, but it's um, it, Fish Police was was it self published or, or or did he have a uh, was, um. No, I think it was self-published. Yes, I, I kind of do too. But it was, uh, and then of course, um, I know Marvel picked it up for for a little while, and uh, might have been on the the, the Epic imprint. But it's uh, that's when I stopped it, reading it. Yeah, I, I, I never read any of the uh, when it was under Marvel either. But uh, you kind of get an idea just from the first story that uh, that things aren't quite what they seem because. Uh, Inspector Gill, you. Uh, I love him. You, you you get an idea that that um something isn't isn't quite right with him, and um and I haven't got up to to the part where my uh, my theory is is proven, but I'm I'm enjoying the art and and it's it's just fun. I mean, when when Chris says you know you just want to turn off your brain, you can definitely do that with fish police. There's nothing. It, there's there's no heavy lifting. Involved with it, it's just it's it's fun. It it's it's drawing. It's a page. but it, it's, yeah, it's a good time though. Yeah, it, re it really is. I mean, there's it, there's there's, uh, there's there's double agents. There's I mean, it's fish police. I mean, they are they, they it's a police organization, and and they're going up against Squid, which is 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 the bad guys, <laughs> and it's just it's it really it. is. I mean, it's it, there's a lot of stuff going on here and and there are characters in here that uh that that you like and, and some you don't like. I love Gil's boss, just what I've seen of him so yeah. far and 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 of course Angel Fish and and Goldie and there's just uh, Dr. Calamari. It's I I am so <laughs> glad. I mean it took me long enough, but I am glad. It's it's one of those things where at, since I remember seeing the ads in Amazing Heroes or reading the reviews in Amazing Heroes, it's it's, it's there are still a lot of books from when I was growing up reading comics that I never got to read, and uh, there were so and, many of them. <laughs> there really were. Thank I you, still, Turtles. I mean, I they, there was a, yeah, yeah, there was an explosion. You know, you know what they need to bring back. I mean, I love IDW and Dark Horse and 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 all the publishers for for mining that that period in time. Somebody seriously needs to publish Troll Lords again. Remember Troll Ooh, Lords? I they do. were. Awesome! I love that book, and I love Fish Police. I'm I'm glad that there's there's uh, publishers that recognize that that stuff wasn't all bad. I mean, no, yeah, no. there was a lot of shit that came out of the, the black and white explosion, but there was some really worthwhile material. And Fish Police, I agree with you; it's definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah, I love it. All right, real quick, we're still doing the lightning round. I got one. As Chris was saying, sometimes you like to turn off your brain. I like to do that. Often, I also like women, I like TNA, and I like violence. And uh, all of that can be found in the pages of Bomb Queen. Uh, I, 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 re I read the Bomb Queen versus Hack Slash one shot. Uh, as a recent convert to Hack Slash, I'm trying to 
uh, read as much of it as I can to catch up. I'm reading the Omnibuy, and I get the one-shots, and I've been uh, following Hackslash with every publisher. It seems like there's a bunch of different publishers taking on Hackslash these days. But uh, So, I mean, I ordered this, and man, I've read some Bomb Queen in the past. I read the first trade. Um, and, uh, I, I don't buy it on a regular basis, but this Jimmy Roberts, Robinson cat, he's pretty solid. I mean, his art's really tight. And, um, basically, there's a bunch of, uh, nasty people bleeding over into the hack slash dimension, and they're coming from the bomb queen dimension. And Cassie and Vlad and Pooch go over to try and stem the flood of these, these nasty dudes coming over, and they eventually run into the bomb queen who is uh, lord and mistress of this realm, having destroyed most of the world because, I mean, she's she's uh, bad as bad to the bone and just, you know, has absolutely no, no conscience, no morals. And it's just basically two women fighting, licking each other. And uh, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's really well done. It's um, there's elements of horror. Uh, there's a demon that possesses some kind of cat. That uh, is uh, connected to the Bomb Queen. Uh, Bomb Queen has an ancient evil artifact in her meat cave, and she can't um, access this artifact, the powers of this artifact, unless she dispenses with the cat, who is possessed by a demon that that controls this artifact. So Cassie helps her get rid of the cat, and Bomb Queen um, gains power of the thing lodged in her nether regions uh, in very semi-explicit style i mean it's it's all boobs and 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 battle and it's great uh there's superheroes getting maimed there's lesbian action and uh it this is a book for me i mean really you've seen the bomb queen costume right it leaves very little to the imagination i mean she's she's pretty heavy up top and her ass is hanging out and it's she's sexy and cassie's you know, pretty damn sexy, of a different build, and I love Hack Slash. This was just a fun time, just two chicks beating the shit out of each other for 22 pages and some, some you know, demonic paranormal activity, and I really enjoyed it. And because of this one damn issue, now I'm probably going to jump on, you know, future Bomb Queen miniseries because I really like Robinson's art. I mean, uh, he he's, he's great with the ladies. Is uh is Bomb Queen uh explicit or no? Oh hell yes. Yeah. I Very mean, like, explicit. Overtly like sexually and all that. Right? Like like Butcher uh, Baker. Um it's it's close to that. I mean they don't show um uh well uh, uh, they don't show labia like in Butcher <laughs> Baker. There 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 were some shots in 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 there where he clearly There's nudity, though, and sex he, and stuff. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I always thought it was just one of those like tease books. No, 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 no. Nudity, sex, the 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 violence is uh, Clockwork Orange style ultra violence. I mean, people get really? blown. Yeah, How people get this? blown to smithereens. <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking about it, she is a female Deadpool in a sense. Yeah, it sounds the, right the, viol- the violence is is huge. I guess they always uh, discounted it as part of that whole, you know, eighties, you know, good good girl, bad girl thing that generally i mean i know you love it all but like the, yeah. the vampy and the you know and the and the no, death, this is, death and all that i just conceptually yeah it. i would say that uh, bomb queen is is in the in the, the deadpool zone very much so yeah nice yeah i mean she she gets this this um i mean and the language is 
there's no hold barred. The the uh, see you next Tuesday word is in here. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, she 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 vanquishes one of the cultists that's uh, under the demon sway, and right before he expires, she moves her panties to the side and she pisses on his head. Wow. I mean, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty out there. It's, it's nasty. Uh, I, I love it because I, I, I'm a fan of the lowbrow. The lowbrow gets me going as much as the highbrow stuff. So, um, boobies, babes, battles, and lots of demons and violence, and that's Bomb Queen. It's, uh, somebody on like Twitter. Bomb Queen omnibus. There's a selection of, I mean, they've traded everything to date, and there is a bombnibus. Yes, there is. I don't know what it contains, but I'm, I'm sure it probably contains maybe the first five or four trades. So it's out there. Yeah, you should check it out. Uh, Robinson's art is, is great. Very, very cheesecakey, as it should be. Um, and, uh, it's really cool because I appreciate the book more when it doesn't show the explicit stuff because he'll draw her and her costume will be shredded and maybe like her areola is peeking through the costume and that's hot. I mean, if you don't show the whole boob, you show like part of the boob. That's hot. That's very hot. And I, I like you, his. How would you say he is relative to uh, who I think is great at that? Um, the empowered uh, chap. Oh no, he's oh. no he's no Adam Warren. Okay. No. No, but he's, he, uh, that's, that, I think that's doing a disservice to, to Robinson because there's very few guys that could ever compete with Adam Warren in that regard. Okay. Um, he's, he's, um, do you like Tim Seeley's work? I feel he's, he's as strong as, or stronger than Seeley. Um, in, in some respects. He's, wow. he's on, okay. he, he's on a par with Seeley. Okay. Yeah. Very good, very good artist, fantastic, really, and and I I like his stuff a lot, and he's he's he made me a convert. I mean, I like I said, I read the first Bomb Queen, and now I she's on my radar, and it was Hack Slash that took me over that 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 threshold. There you go. Damn, Jason, the Omnibus is a hardcover, actually. Um, on it like a bonnet. Oh, yeah, they didn't call it the too. Bomnibus. They call uh, it an Omnibus. Now, is it out of David, or is it available? No, it says it's in stock on Amazon. Um, on it. There you go. All right. Hey, yeah, we've overstayed our welcome, but we had a lot of fun doing it, and I hope we, I hope you have too. I would uh, like to thank Mr. Gabriel Hardman for putting up with my bullshit. He was a prince, <laughs> and I love him very much, and I hope he will return again in the future. Uh, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Listen to this. You can get Reed Gunther, number one, at 40% off, $1.79. Criminal, Last of the Innocent. Wow, that's the title. Last of the Innocent? Yes. Cool. Number one, half off, buck seventy-five. Again, you thought that that Kirby Genesis number uh, zero was a fluke. 75% off? New. No. Kirby Genesis number one is also 75% off. You can get it for 99 cents. No risk. That there's no risk involved. Just get it. Uh, I noticed that the, the weird covers, like the variants and the, the super variants and the ultra ultra variants are not discounted as heavily. But so what? You don't need that shit anyway. 75% off number one, 99 cents. The Man Who Grew His Beard graphic novel, 35% off, twelve ninety nine. Get it. And while you're over there, remember that one of the employees, the founding, the, one of the driving forces of DCBS, Zach Krusey, has the Summit City Comic Con coming up. June 18th.
Keep it on your radar. Grand Wayne Center. Ten bucks will get you in. Kids 12 and under a minute free. Mike Norton, Tom Scioli, Sean McKeever, Jason Howard, Katie Cook, Gary Friedrich, many more to be announced. www.summitcitycomiccon.com. There you go. I guess we got to do an In Your Travels, huh? I'm kind of unprepared. Let me see what I got. No way. I am. I'm unprepared. In Your Travels. Oh, here it is. Bitch, I just bent a cover. Read. Dark Horse is Creepy. Oh, my God. Issue number five. Nailed it. The closest approximation to the vintage creepy I have ever experienced, and I thank them for it. Tim Truman did a great story. David Lapham is in here. Mike Vosberg and uh, Doug Munch is in here. Some guy named Lucas Marignon was, did a great um, story. There's a frontispiece by Gene Colan, and the cover is done by the master, San Julian, who had done many, many uh, covers for Warren Comics over the uh, Warren Publications over the years. Creepy number five. Oh, it's awesome. It's so good. Yeah. Made me happy, and, and things don't usually make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. I read it. Uh, Wasn't it great? Lapham, Lapham's a sick son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, he's he's got he's got issues. That boy. <laughs> uh, uh, gosh, I kind of talked about what I was what I was reading. Um, I I've I've heard pretty. Uh, pretty awesome word on on this graphic novel. I'm gonna try and read it this weekend. We'll see if I have time. It is from uh, it is from Pantheon Press. It is by Ben Catchor. Ooh. And, uh, it is called the Cardboard Valise. And uh, yeah, Catchor's so great. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing uh, stuff like this is uh, this year's Asterius Polyp. Uh, no. So, Were you sent yeah. that, or did you buy that? Uh, I've got it sitting uh, right beside me right now. So you suck. Uh, what? I I went to a comic book shop. They said you should read this. I bought it, and therefore I suck. You do because <laughs> you have it, and I don't. <laughs> I, and, I must, and I must get it. There you go. Well, in your travels, you should go and pick up the cardboard valise. And, nice. Uh, and and maybe we can talk about it next week. i got to read it this weekend, which I still need to catch uh, people up on uh, The Arctic Marauder by Jacques Tardy. Uh, cool. I read it, and, and it was all sorts of awesome. So hopefully I'll be able to talk about it next week. Hey, I didn't get mine in my last DCBS box. Maybe I didn't order it. I'm sure I ordered it. Hmm. Maybe I Maybe I can spoil it for you next week. Ooh. Cool. David, what you got? I have a, uh, a little book by, uh, it's got some artists in it. Some by, uh, one story by Ron Friends and Al Milgram. Ooh. I, I have a story penciled by a uh, Tim Levins. I have a story penciled by a, uh, by a certain artist who we know as... Uh, as Giz, it is Archie and Friends number one fifty three. Wow, is Friends all, is working for Archie. He did this story. Nice. And, and, and our favorite uh, Menage Three artist did a story in here as well. And uh, oh my god, yeah, her her style really works well for uh, for Archie. But um, this is basically all about Reggie's revenge. It's all, all the stories are uh, are about Reggie attacking his. Uh, 
friends and classmates on April Fool's Day, and it is uh, I, I flipped through it a couple times already, and and I'll I'll read it probably if not after the show tonight, then then tomorrow. But it looks like fun, so check it out. Reggie's a douche. He is. He is. I hate him. I yep. hate him. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, did uh, you hear they're giving that gay dude a book? The Archie Gated guy. Yeah, 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 he's getting. Well, yeah. I, I don't know how else to say it. The the, <laughs> the homosexual dude, Archie that, that, character that is. They pulled out last year. Yeah. Right, right. There you go. A, <laughs> uh, in your travels, this one is for my boy Mario. Miss you, buddy. Uh, read the Madman New Giant Supersize Ginchy. Oh yeah. One shot zero. Yes. Uh, it's uh Five ninety nine for fifty six pages. Mm. Of course, it's uh, uh, Mr. Michael Allred uh, is the uh, the main contributor here. But um, the reason it caught my attention um, is that he also uh, elicits some help from uh, Mr. Matt Kent, uh, yeah. as well mm-hmm. as uh, Tanchi Zanchik, which uh, Dave and I have talked yeah. about recently with uh, Jake Ellis, and then Emmy Lennox, who um, has been. Uh, I think she just had her. An autobiographical uh, graphic novel put out by Image, but uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not uh, all that well versed in the Madman lore, so I kind of went into this one, uh, uh, just kind of dove right in, and it was uh, it was pretty entertaining. It's uh, it's wacky yeah. stuff, but it's a lot of fun. So there's a, a nice assemblage of uh, pinups in there, uh, a lot of which were culled from the the madman series and and the atomics series they're beautiful i think uh gilbert hernandez has one and cho it just keeps going and going it's mm-hmm. a it's a beautiful book and i will say if you go back and look at the atomic stuff it girls boobies have gotten a lot less floppy over the years for which i'm very grateful <laughs> floppy, floppy boobies don't don't work for me and uh yeah they're nice now he's got them all plenty they're beautiful <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just speaking my mind. Keeping it real. <laughs> That's right. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right. So we got a nice assemblage of stuff this Vince, uh, episode. If, hmm. if it has, if it has uh, areoli and blows in the wind and has nipples, it's a boob. I know. It's not a boob without the areola and the nipple. Mm-hmm. That's why pasties are so deceiving because you're seeing most of the boob, but the pasty covers the, right. the thing yeah, that the, makes the it the boob. Yeah. yeah, honest yeah. to God. I agree. Why is that? That's very yeah. strange. We should talk about that with Gabriel one time. <laughs> what's your Gabriel thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, Gabriel, what's your thoughts on the areola? I, I love him. And I, I just like to thank him again. That was a great discussion, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back next week, same time, same uh, feed. As it applies, and uh, we love you, we really do. And it was good having Chris back. Don't take another week off, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Say bye. Say bye. Later, peoples. Oh, go out and read Battle Pug. Battlepug dot com. I don't know why I've I've embraced Mike Norton's work to this degree because he's a pain in the ass and a bastard. But man, Battle Pug is so goddamn good. I didn't say bye yet. Isn't it? Isn't it awesome? It is. It's his thing. It's it his thing. It's and I love it. And I thank him for doing it. He's not a bastard. I love Mike. And, he and his like four star compatriots just launched uh, an yeah. all new uh, web the, comic uh, initiative. Web app, yeah. yeah. I hate him because he's so good. I wish I was as good as Mike Norton. <sighs> What's it called, Chris? The double double spectacular, double, double feature, um, spectacular, or something. 
Yeah. Sorry, Mike. We'll get, we'll get the name right next yeah, week. I, I, why don't we yeah. have Norton on soon? That'd be fun. That'd be no, fun. No, One last thing before... I know. One last thing before we go. Mr. Byrne, if you're going to draw a friggin' polar bear, and if you don't know how it's done, <laughs> research the goddamn thing. Did you see the cover to Jurassic Park? That is the most hideous friggin' polar bear I've ever seen. He is Byrne, he should be ashamed that he published that. Where did everybody go? You guys there? I'm here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a lull. There was a lull. Yeah, was. I'm sorry. It usually happens whenever I open my mouth. <laughs> that is you're, you're so cute. I love Chris. So did I? Did I mention that? Did I mention that we that we won our tournament? I'm happy for you. Yeah, not I, on the air, um, but you did tell us that. that. We're still recording, so we can mention it in the show. This can be included if you'd like. Yes, I'm. My, I'm glad you've won. My, I'm so proud of my wife. She did so well. We were actually we were down six points in the sixth end, and there's only eight ends in a uh, uh, in a curling match. So we had to score two points, two points, and three points to win on Saturday to get into the semifinals. It was amazing. That's all I'm gonna say. It was awesome. I think nice she, dig, I think she deserves an award. But what did not, it taste like? Not for the not for the curling, but for it's, the fact that she. It didn't she, taste like that, Jason. Did it right. she puts, That's what I was that she at. puts up with you. She deserves <laughs> an award. That's right. She is saintly. Yeah. God uh, bless you, Marta. God bless you. No, we have So so thank you for. For, uh, for for carrying the torch for me last week, you know we're off, uh, you know warming up for the Olympics. Nice. Good for you. All right, everybody, say bye bye for reals. For reals. Later, skaters. Right. We love you. Bye. Two weeks till our free year. That's right. Is it really? Wow. It what? is. But what? Oh, I am toasted. I am. It is not pretty. I'm drooling, <laughs> dropping uh, pencils. I suck. When the radio goes dead And the airways get filled with fear instead They're gonna come from my head And the things that I've said When the radio goes dead When the senses have won The last record has been spun The last song has been sung And my time is done when the senses have
video goes to the night.